and welcome to Sutra Side Talk, episode 34. I'm your host, Cameron Schustar, and with me is... James Seelig. Today is December 23rd, Tuesday, it's other known as uh, Christmas Eve. What? It's the 24th. Did I say 23rd? Yeah. Today is December 24th, Christmas Eve. Isn't Christmas on the 24th? I mean, uh, maybe on your planet. I don't know. <laughs> We're changing it. From now on, Christmas is on the 24th. I think Christmas everyone Eve would love it if Christmas was one day sooner. Right? <laughs> uh, no, actually, that'd be a lot more stressful for people. That's one actually, less day yeah, to get shit true. done. Anyway. That would fuck up Black Friday so bad. <laughs> fuck Black Friday. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. Hello, guys. How you doing? It's been a little bit of time. Uh, yeah. James finished finals, and I have been busy with a lot of shit. Yeah. I basically, like, barely got through finals before collapsing, like... I literally was so exhausted by the end of finals week because it was just like a final every day, two finals on Monday, then like one every day after that. It was basically by Wednesday, I was just like, I'm done. I'm going to sleep for a day. <laughs> I've been uh, going through a shit ton of stuff I own, basically either selling, uh, getting stuff ready to sell or just giving it away. And then I found like mold on my windows and like in these cabinets under my bed. So mm-hmm. I've been like cleaning out mold. And then uh, finally getting a little bit of sleep again, thank God. But also I finally met some deadlines for uh, basically the game audio I'm doing for our game. But more of just learning uh, Wise, which is a middleware to basically put sounds into a game. Besides just making the sounds themselves, which that took an entire day by itself. of Just kind of finishing up those lessons to figure out how that all worked, but... Yeah, we're coming off the basically end of the holiday rush of getting shit done. I actually still have uh, almost done wrapping presents, and I have a few. A few, when I say that, means around fifteen to twenty Christmas cards still to write. Mm. So that's going to be fun. A lot of stuff to do still, but anyway, so. Uh, we both saw Star Wars, and of course, there's a ton of talk to do about that and then the Mandalorian we're gonna save that for another episode we're actually gonna be doing a Star Wars wait for it Christmas special (laughs) exactly I know perfect name right but we're gonna basically in that episode when we do that uh, which will probably come out shortly after this uh, we'll see if we record it today or sometime later this week Uh, it's gonna basically cover Rise of Skywalker uh, the trilogy as a whole uh, Disney's Star Wars films as a whole and, of course, uh, kind of more full spoiler cast of The Mandalorian so far as well. Yeah. Uh, if there was time to play everything, then I'd say Jedi Fallen Order as well, but I haven't even bought it, so. Yeah, I still haven't gotten around to that one either. Yeah, so that's good. getting it. That one we'll eventually get to specifically, but look forward to that episode where it's just going to be a full, full Star Wars fun fest, I'm sure. But until then, we've got some opinions. Yeah, uh, we'll we'll talk about what we've played so far. Which for me, I'll just go first. I have nothing because I've been busy with all that shit. So James, it's your turn. So, so literally, as soon as I was done with finals and took like a several hour nap, I was like, "Cool, I actually have time to play some games now." So I, the first thing I did was I got back into Destiny Two because I think. I think at that point, the season of The Undying had already ended. So I was like, okay, I'll, I missed most of the Vex stuff. At least the raid is still there. I could do that at some point. But for now, 
I'll finish the Shadow Keep campaign, which I did. And I sort of started doing the uh, the new oh, what's what's it called? The stuff you do for Osiris. Because I, I really want to save State 14 because he's one oh, of the Oh, the Season of the Dawn yeah. stuff? Which I haven't even... I started it, but I don't even know if I want to continue for now or if I want to just play Witcher. Yeah, like, I started it, but I haven't really gotten too far. Like, I upgraded the first obelisk, like, I think one or two times. Like, I literally played it for, like, a night or maybe two and just, like, finished the story. Uh, at least the main campaign for Shadowkeep. Which, do you want to talk about that for a bit? Shadowkeep? Yeah. Yeah, I could talk about it briefly, sure. Okay, so, I really liked where the story was going. I kind of don't like that they gated, like, the very last mission off by, like, having you just finish a suit of armor. Which, by the time I ended up finishing it, it was already under-leveled anyway. Yeah, it was kind of a grind, and then, yeah, it doesn't... You have to... So, the way that works is, you get those quests again getting those essences yeah and it'll give you the armor again and it'll be basically armor that matches your level more yeah but basically you have to keep doing it over and over to get it and it's just like kind of okay i guess yeah. i don't know it, it's kind of interesting that at least the dreamsbane armor that you make is like it has the added bonus of you do more damage to nightmares so it makes doing the nightmare hunts easier the more you grind that armor and those weapons but to make it part of like the story was a little annoying and then when i finally finished the dreamsbane armor and i think this is also maybe one of the reasons why i didn't finish the campaign for shadowkeep until like the end of the quarter because i was just like i don't have time to grind all this stuff i'll just do it later uh so when i finally finished the grind got the armor did the last story mission I'm going to get into a little bit of spoilers here, but, I mean, this, this came out, like, months ago at this point. If uh, you're a Destiny fan, you've already played it. Most likely. Unless you had literally no time to play it like I did. Unless you've been in a coma for exactly, like, two to three months, I guess three months, <laughs> and you just woke up going, I can't wait to play Destiny, but I'm going to listen to this podcast that's very little known yeah. about at all, but somehow I found this podcast for some reason. So, you find in the beginning of the campaign, a darkness pyramid or whatever it's called, one of the pyramid ships that you see a glimpse of at the end of the vanilla campaign. Yep. Which was insane to see that. Like which that. was also like when they first showed concepts in Destiny 1 was yeah, the mysterious fifth race as well. So it's cool to finally see in person a, a, at least a piece of the forces of the darkness, whatever they are. And the whole point of building the Dreamsbane armor was to be able to make your way into the ship. I forget the explanation for why, but... It was like a barrier. Yeah. So I was like, oh, cool. That's freaking awesome. We get to go into the... Not only, not only did we discover one of the ships, but we get to go into it and see what it even is on the inside. And you get one mission where you're running around in there and you fight some old bosses in the form of nightmares... Which was kind of interesting, but then, like, you get to this huge... Oh, also the whole time, whoever the the darkness is, is, like, speaking to you through your ghost. Yep. Like, they basically possess your ghost and are using it to speak to you, which was really interesting that that's even a thing. And then you get to this big chamber room, they give you a big shiny ball, and that's it. 
Oh no, you do have a vision where you go into the the uh oh god, the Black Garden, which we haven't seen since Destiny One. Yep. And you like there are just like thousands of those pyramid ships on like in the sky, and you get like so, basically a, a dark reflection of you starts to talk to you and says something like, "We we're not your enemy. We are your salvation." And then it just like ends. Yep, and it's a very bad cliffhanger. Yeah, I mean, it's like it's all, all cool lead up, and then you're just like that. That's it. Exactly, and it's just like it's. I again, I like the direction they're going in. Oh yeah, no, I love the reveals. It's just it, it was so abrupt. It wasn't yeah, it, even. It was just a really abrupt thing where like you don't even get to know what that ball is. It's just you give it to Eris off screen, and she's like. Thank you, Guardian. This thing must be very dangerous if the darkness wanted us to have it. So I'll study it and I'll let you know when I figure something out. And I don't don't know how I feel about that. I think I would be angry. I mean, I would probably be more, I guess, what did you say? Angry or emotional or whatever towards the cliffhanger, the way they did it. If it wasn't for the fact that so many things at this point in time, like after living what 28 years or whatever like oh i've had so many cliffhangers like this bullshit yeah that i'm so used to it now i'm just kind of like ah, i'm not angry i'm just more of not interested now (laughs) it's like it's just it makes things disinteresting because you're like oh they'll get to a one day and if it probably wasn't for the fact that i'm still behind on shit i'd probably care more but i'm just kind of like oh whatever they'll they'll do it eventually until then i've got like all this other shit i gotta do so that's fine yeah, I don't know. I think, like, I wasn't expecting them to, like, basically finish the story of Destiny with this sto- uh, expansion, but, like... I don't know. I, no, that, I mean, this... they would never finish. That's not what it was for, anyway. Yeah, I just, but I just was expecting some conclusion more than just, like, oh, you walked into the ship and you got a ball. Does it even okay. show you what happened? Like, does it disappear? Like, what happens after? Yeah, no, it's the just kind of like. There fade to black and then you walk out and you're just kind of like okay yeah so i just thought that was weird um i mean we do know like basically that ship that's on the moon is i guess like an out of commission one yeah and it's been there since like the collapse yeah which has been hundreds of years or something like that at least which i guess would mean like do you think that means that the darkness was there previously during the collapse or was that was yeah. it the darkness there on the collapse, right? Yeah, that was supposed to, at least as far as Destiny 1 explained, eventually the darkness came and you kind of see those shadows of the pyramids that go over the cities of Earth and then just like, whatever they did destroyed basically everything. But I guess the Traveler destroyed them in the process? If it wasn't for Because that's the thing yeah. then, because you're like, oh, the ships now know where you are and they're going to head this way. Does that mean they weren't those ships weren't there before and they actually don't know where the traveler was? Yeah, it's really unclear why the darkness left when the traveler seemed to still be like there. Or the fact that somehow they didn't know where it was this whole time until it gave off its light like that? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they thought it was dead and they just left. Oh, uh, that could no, I guess that makes sense, yeah. But I don't know. We don't know for sure. Yeah. Um so the next thing I made sure to finish was Death Stranding, because I was really, really interested in... Nothing to say about that. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't want to spoil anything, because you, like, literally just started playing it. I probably won't even be playing it again for a while, either. Yeah, and it's one of those things where 
it's hard to recommend this game because the moment-to-moment gameplay is just kind of like kind of monotonous and occasionally boring and also occasionally frustrating when shit just like for whatever reason like you'll be walking along and for the first time in like hours your guy trips on some random rock you drop all your shit now everything is damaged and you lose like a bunch of points on your delivery and you're just like fuck (laughs) but despite the gameplay not being like really exactly what I was hoping it would be the story is really intriguing and even when even though I finished it I'm still not a hundred percent sure I understand some points of it because it gets really complicated it's Kojima you know it's like you have to watch this eight times to understand it yeah that's the thing like I was expecting it to be weird coming from Kojima but I was not expecting it to be like I literally need to just, like, write down on notes, like, okay, so this means that. So it's, like, Grant Morrison's Final Crisis, okay. It's pretty complicated, and it gets really weird, and there are some twists later on that take it in, like, a really different direction from where you started, and again, I don't want to spoil it, because you haven't gotten into it, Yeah. but there are some really interesting reveals in this game that I was literally just like, oh, shit, that's that's interesting i wasn't really expecting that so i really in the end i still really like it and honestly like we're gonna get into game awards later but i'm surprised that okay so for like best performance in a game there there was like i mean other people were nominated too but like they had two people from death stranding mads mickelson as cliff and um God. Uh, Norman Reedus is Sam. And if I'm going to be honest, like I get Mads Mickelson being on that list, but instead of Sam, I would have put Troy Baker, who played Higgs, because he is like a really interesting bad guy. And he act, like acts like 10 out of 10. It's like freaking amazing in this in this game. So what you're saying is they're probably, instead of putting all these other people, they should have had only the Death Stranding cast on the nominee list, probably. That would have been fine. Like, honestly... <laughs> The, you know what? I'd actually believe it because the way Kojima directs, it's like it's like a film for it, him. It really is. So right. it would make sense that the acting for those would probably trump the acting. No offense to them, but the acting for like all these other yeah. Games. And like I, if I'm gonna be honest, the like the story moments are occasionally like really far apart, but. Every single scene, I was just, like, riveted because the performances are so good. And I just, again, like I keep saying, I just really wanted to know more and more about this world that the game was set in and, like, where it was going. So I I personally ended up really liking it. It gets weird, for sure. And the gameplay is kind of boring. <laughs> but overall, I still uh, liked it. Uh, I also got to finish... a. Few, a couple like two and a half switch games while i was here uh i started playing marvel ultimate alliance 3 again which apparently again i was like basically one chapter away from finishing it it's one of those things where i just like stopped playing mid-quarter because i didn't have any time to play games anymore so now that i do have time finished it it's a really fun game like it was a lot better than i was expecting for like, the third entry in the series that is also, like, Switch exclusive. 
or whatever. Like, I don't know why I thought that, that would make it not like a full-fledged Marvel Ultimate Alliance game, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I had a lot of fun. It's really cool mixing and matching characters for your uh, different parties and like trying to master all their skills and like do get through fights better i guess but also the story was just really fun like it it's basically following the infinity stone storyline where thanos and the black order are trying to get all the infinity stones wipe out half a life or whatever uh but they somehow cleverly use various characters abilities to hop dimensions and like the time and space stones to just like literally basically take you on a tour of maybe not every single one but like the vast majority of the main marvel like set pieces that you would want to visit so like i mean you basically start in new york you then go to like uh at some point you go to hell and then you also go to the dark dimension to fight dormammu you go to asgard you go you go to like basically everywhere you can think of from the movies okay at least that that like those show up in that game and it was pretty entertaining through uh, all the way through although i also the wakanda level which is like the second to last one was like inexplicably way harder than the rest of the game i don't know why like it was fucking frustrating uh and then once i finished that i was like okay what else on my switch can i knock out that i like could finish really quick Oh, I haven't. I started playing Bayonetta two like a long ass time ago. I never finished that. That's just an action game. I could probably blast through that no problem. And again, I apparently was literally like one like chapter away from finishing that game. So I finally finished that, and I don't want to get into the whole story of it because it's like really convoluted and weird, and it also very much plays off of the first game. So I'd have to basically explain two games. But but James, I'm interested in neither of those. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, like, I don't know. I just really like Platinum Games. Like, their, their combat... I'm not all of their games are the same, but, like, they're, in my mind, best known for really flashy combat and just really outlandish games. And Bayonetta is no exception. It's, like, the combat system is... It's, like... I would cons- consider it a at least maybe not so much the newer ones, but a more fluid version of Devil May Cry, with if I'm gonna be honest, a more interesting pro- protagonist. Oh, okay. Because like for me, Dante was a really he's a cool character, but I just never was into the kind of character who knows they're a badass and acts like a badass all the time because they know they are a badass. And like That's I guess so Bayonetta cool. does a similar thing, but instead of just being like oh, I don't even need to try. She, This is going to sound really sexist or whatever, but she basically plays up her being sexy all the time just to, like, basically watch people squirm. And it's, like, super funny that she's basically, like, she is a complete badass and doesn't even need to try because she's so ridiculously powerful. But she, like, does it while having fun with it instead of just being, like, ugh, this is boring. Oh, is that what Dante does? A little bit sometimes. Like, he, not always, but, like, you do get that feel from him, at least in the first few games, where he's just like, uh, I gotta save the world now. And I I don't know, maybe I'm overplaying it a bit, but I just, like, it's really awkward playing Bayonetta, because 
on the one hand, it's a really fun action game with a really funny, like, interesting story. But at the same time, because her magic powers are, like, she uses her hair for her combat moves, like, it does this weird thing where the longer in a combo you go, the more naked she gets, because she uses more of her hair that's also her clothes. So... It feels really gross playing it sometimes because you're like, okay, I'm. I swear I'm playing it for the action and because it's a really fun game. I'm not playing it just because the main character is getting mostly naked most of the time. A likely story. That's the thing. Is like if anyone ever walks in on you playing Bayonetta, they're like, "What the fuck are you doing?" It's like, uh, uh, it's just an action game. I swear. Cool. So Bayonetta is a game that people like to play, but then they feel guilty about playing it. When people see them, they get embarrassed that they're playing it. Yeah, pretty much. Because again, it's like the sounds main like a good game to play. Yeah, it's like again really great action like brawler game or maybe not brawler whatever like it's a really good combat heavy game but again it's just really awkward that the main character is doing sexy poses getting naked most of the time it's fucking weird but entertaining uh <laughs> entertaining enough that people bought three bought it three times well the third one isn't out yet but i'm wicked excited for it because oh, okay. yeah damn, like bayonetta one was like an unexpectedly good time and bayonetta two is just even better like it's really good uh and then i was looking for more shit to play on my switch and landed on dead cells which i've had for a really long time and goddamn, i am hooked on that game it is so good it's like it's a roguelike so every time you die it randomizes the map again you lose like whatever progress you had before you got to a save point uh so it's like a roguelike where it, but like a castlevania game so you're like going through a castle trying to like un, uh, unlock the whole map you get various upgrades between your lives to uh, to unlock access to different parts of the the map and stuff like that so it basically feels like a unlimited amount of castlevania but it also has a little bit of dark souls vibes to it because you have like limited healing items like combat is very difficult if you're not paying attention like there's a lot of dodging involved and it's also just like a really cool like pixel art style i've just been having a really lot like a lot of fun with it and part of that is just because like ever since i found rogue legacy on vita like a long time ago i realized holy shit i really like roguelikes i don't know why they just really do it for me so uh if anyone if anyone listening has is into castlevania type games or roguelikes and hasn't played dead cells at this point like give it a try it's super fun yeah so that is at least all i have on my list for games okay gotcha all right so we'll blast straight into the news then for gaming uh we got three rather large pieces but yeah. there are it's like within each piece is 20 other pieces yeah except for this one this one will go through fairly quickly uh this is a little bit old now but whatever uh half-life alex was announced yeah i but it was uh, do you have more on that or can i start going on that yeah you can go okay. i don't know it's, uh, it's a game i'm not interested in but i figured you would be yeah like i played I started playing Half-Life 1 at some point. I got I found it on PS2. It is a PS2 game. I found it on that GameStop at some point. Didn't get through all of it because it's really long and boring, if I'm going to be honest. But the second one, yep. it, 
The second one is the one where, like, people really got into the series, because that was the one... The fir- I found I that one boring, too, to be honest. Well, I can't remember if the first one was as physics-oriented as the second one, but the second one has a lot of, like, it's a first-person shooter, but there's also a lot of, like, physics puzzles involved. Yeah, it basically, I, that's that's what happened when I was playing it. I was like, this is a shooter. And then I was just so disappointed. <laughs> yeah, it's not like most other shooters. Like, there's a lot of slow moments and a lot of, like, exploration, although it's sort of on a linear path. But, I don't know, it was just different. Like, I, I can't think of any other game, at least around the time that Half-Life 2 first came out, that was more than like at least a shooter that was more than just like run through the level shoot bad guys yeah i mean like it made me feel i cracked up because it made me feel stupid because everyone would always talk about it and praise it for all this stuff and i was that one guy that's like dude this fucking blows i'm gonna go play call of duty (laughs) and i'm like oh damn i look like that guy but whatever it's still better it's just like the opening to Half-Life 2 was so interesting where, like, you get to see basically, like, the authoritarian... Oh, the, like, that, the train state, station or whatever? That. Yeah, like, it was all really interesting and, like, I don't know why, but it, it blew me away that even in that small segment where, like, one guard, like, tells you to pick up some trash or whatever... Yeah, like, you it, could tell exactly what kind of setting it is. Yeah, like, yeah. you literally do pick up the can and and you can either put it in the trash can or, like... I tried throwing it at the guy one time, and he actually got mad and attacked and, and killed me. <laughs> so, like, I don't know. I found that really interesting that you, one, actually there was, like, physics involved, for, even on that small scale, and that they accounted for, like, what if you just, like, throw it at the guy? And then there's also, like, later on there's puzzles where, like, you have to put enough weight into, like, this counterweight thing to lift up like a a bridge that you need to go over or something like that like and i've never seen anything like that where you literally like there is actual weight to objects in the game and you move them and they affect other objects physically like i at the time i had never seen that before so that blew me away also the story is just really interesting uh and the really tragic thing about the half-life series is that it had a couple uh add-on episodes to half-life 2 like episode one and episode two and episode two ended with like a massive cliffhanger i know isn't it supposed to be like her dad dies and then like Like she's all like um that was part of it the dad dies the dog saves her and then it ends right isn't that exactly how it is something about you were trying to find a ship that aperture science was doing a test on that just disappeared and you find the ship and i i forget what happens like some alien ship thing came out of it and like did the some combine or whatever is that what they were called? like i don't remember i think it might have been the combine or combine not columbine but do you say columbine i did yeah, i don't diff- that's a different species yeah so like I don't remember. It's so sad. That, like it's been so long since I played it. I literally don't even re- remember what the cliffhanger was. Must have been a was. great game. But like, no, it's the thing. I guess it's like <laughs> it's been so long, and at this point, I've basically just like given up that they're going to make another Half Life game. So anyway, this new game was yeah. announced. Half Life Alex. Back to the topic. Yeah. Uh, I was given a release date of March twenty twenty, but here's the kicker: it's on VR, and so yeah. I, isn't it basically? potentially the oculus uh 
So at first I thought it was exclusive to the new in Valve the, thing. Or is it, it's called the Valve Index or the Steam the Index. Index? That's what it's called. Yeah. And it's like a thousand dollar. Yeah. It made it made the HTC Vive look cheap, which you never thought that would happen. So it's like cool, you could play this new game that you all been waiting for something version of, but you just have to buy this one thousand dollar. For if you want like the yeah. full set, you need to spend a thousand dollars for this game. Plus a gaming PC capable of even running the software, and you need to because it's like the the Vive, you have to clear a space to even do the VR stuff. Well, I mean, I was probably just if I like I said before with VR, I don't care about it unless they give me something that makes me want to buy a headset for it. Yeah. Like a killer app, or not a killer app, but something that really just tailors it to what I really want. Uh, James, would you say this game does that for you? I, I Maybe not necessarily with the Valve Steam, what the fuck it's called, Index, yeah. but See, like if it comes to like Oculus or Vive or like, PSVR. From or what I've heard, I don't think we've heard anything about it coming to PSVR yet, but like. It is supposed to be coming to other headsets. Like they would you, be smart if they they want to make money. It makes sense. Like I'm pretty it. sure you can get it on Oculus. If I could get it on Oculus Quest, which is just like the standalone like the Oculus wireless one. thing that's yeah. like four hundred bucks. Like, I mean, I don't have a job right now, so spending four hundred bucks is a little out of my range at the moment. But like, if I had spare income, I would actually probably have gotten myself an Oculus Quest a while ago, just because it sounds like such a cool idea. Uh, also at some point they added the ability to track your hands without like controllers or anything. Yeah. Which is insane. And that's like a huge thing for this Alex game is like, they want it to basically sell the, what, what is the headset called again? The Aspire? What? Um, I literally keep forgetting what, what the, uh, the valve headset is called oh the the valve index Index. yeah the index i was like how did you already change the name i was like what the fuck's an aspire i don't know why i cannot remember the name of it dude you know what i didn't know that was a headset until they announced this game that it was going to be on the headset and then i went what the fuck is a valve index that's literally what happened yeah i was and also i was like wait there's another valve headset what happened to htc uh, vibe i thought that was like part of their thing i thought that was HTC Vive. I know, I know HTC like built it, but I thought that Valve had contracted with them to build it. I don't know. But I, okay. VR is like, when it comes to VR ed- education, shit like that, that's where I fall off. That's the gaming area. That's the gray gaming area for me. I don't go into these right. parts. So I, It's one of those things where like I'm really intrigued by VR. I think it's a really cool idea. It's just so expensive to get into it that I just haven't yet. Oh, wait, hang on, hang on. I found it. All right, FFX runs on Source 2 Engine and will be playable on Steam via all PC-based VR headsets. This includes uh, Valve Index VR headset and HTC Vive. Oh, Valve's, uh, Valve's Index VR headset and HTC Vive, so I guess they do... Yeah. Yeah, but also Oculus Quest with a PC link cable, which... Why not the Rift S? That doesn't make I any sense. And then Microsoft's mixed reality headsets, which means if you have like a, I mean, really the main one is the the Samsung Odyssey. Oh uh, uh, yeah. Uh, pl- HTC. Fuck, I sold those two. I can't remember what the fuck the name was. <laughs> but yeah, the Samsung headsets, and probably like the the Microsoft mixed reality is there's like five or six headsets, because each really? uh yeah because each I don't know why they they made uh they had 
each uh, publisher, like a, not publisher, but each brand make one. So there's a Dell one, there's an HP one, there's a Samsung one, there's a Lenovo one, there's an Asus one. Weird. Okay. Yeah, and I think there's also a... I think that's all of them, I want to say. Uh, there might have been one more, but I'm pretty sure there's like five, yeah. We used oh. to sell like, I want to say like four out of five of those, and now we just sell the Samsungs until we usually run out or something. Huh. All right. But yeah. But yeah, at least for the index, the one of the things that uh, Valve is trying to sell or use Alex to sell is the like controllers that they made specifically for the index, which are supposed to be able to like track all your finger movements. So I guess you strap the controller to your hand and then you can just like let go of it and it still stays there and it can track where your fingers are. Yeah. And I will be honest that like there were a few moments in the trailer for Alex that I actually thought was like a really cool showing of the technology. Specifically, there was a moment where whoever was playing like walked over to a bookshelf and because they made pretty much every item in the game have physics attached to it. They literally shuffled all the items on the bookshelf around to pick up, like, a single, like, shotgun shell on the shelf and then, like, loaded their gun to, like, shoot at someone down the Oh, no, yeah, that's very, very intricate, the amount of shit that's in it. Like, it's honestly, uh, just as, it's not even honestly as, uh, as a game with story and everything that looks interesting. It's the fact that it feels like it's a very good tech demo. Exactly. Not saying that I'm calling the game a tech demo. But what would interest me in it is the feeling of it being a tech demo of seeing what the technology is capable of. Exactly. Uh, the story for Half-Life has never really been of interest to me, but that's also because I feel like I think it was because I was probably like in high school when all of it was, I was trying to play it and I was so impatient with that kind of shit. I literally was infatuated with Call of Duty at the time. That's probably why. Um, going back now, I, I could tell you I'm not going to bother playing those older games. I, I can't, I'll. Kill, like, I still say that Half-Life 2 is worthwhile. Nah, I'm, I'm good. I'm good really off playing... I will play now. zero of those games. I'll tell you right now, because... If, if I have that backlog I'm trying to get through and uh, punish it out, why would... Yeah, I'll do a fucking... Show me these stories in five minutes on YouTube. Thanks. All right, cool. Move on. Maybe play this if I had a headset. I would and, say, like, if, if you're at least interested in the story, you could look up the scenes and stuff, but I... I'll be, just do five minutes. Like Half Life in five minutes. I don't care for Half Life because I remember a lot of the story being told like in engine, like without a cutscene. It's just like yeah, they are experiencing. I'm good. Yeah, that means you're watching basically the entire walkthrough of the game to listen to it. Pretty much. Yeah, I'm not gonna do that. Uh, But as a so, would you say then is this a would you buy headset for this game? I would maybe buy one of the cheaper headsets for this game just because I am like a fan of Half Life. I really want to see this story like continue. And this game isn't, like, Half-Life 3 or anything. It's, like, an in-between Half-Life 1 and 2 story. But I am interested in VR. I, I do like that they claim it is, like, a full, at least, like, 12-hour campaign or something like that. So it is a full-fledged game. The trailer I thought was really cool. I, I liked the idea that everything was, like, physically oriented, uh, physically enabled. The only question I have is if they were... If they're expecting people or hoping people buy the index, this like thousand dollar setup to play this game because they want to show off how accurate the controllers track your hands and stuff, is it not gonna be as fun to play on any of the other consoles that don't have those really fancy controllers? Who knows? I'm not really sure. That's a that's I, I'm I'm on un, I'm unsure about and that. That's, that's but also for you, like you basically 
it's easier for me to get one than it is for you. Because exactly. you basically, you have a, like, a fucking MacBook Pro. You can't do shit with that. And that's the other thing. Like, so I'm... you not only have to buy a headset plus the game, you mm-hmm. also have to buy an entire PC, whether that's a desktop or a laptop. Yeah, and so when you throw that in, like, I don't know if I want to bother, like, it might be cool someday to build myself a gaming PC, like, literally just to play ga- uh, p- uh, games on, but I just that's just not a priority right now. Yeah. And I mean, you could do the thing where they do the deals sometimes. They're like, buy the PC, get the headset for free or something. Yeah, they do do that, which is kind of cool. I, yeah. I could wait for something like that, though. So, yeah, it's like it's one of those things where I really do want to play this game because it's it looks really interesting. Will you buy it at launch? Oh, God, no. All right, there we go. That's the answer I was looking for. Okay. Uh, for me, it is definitely not easily just because I don't care about Half-Life. So this wait, is... when does it launch? Uh, March 2020. So literally, yeah, like no three months. Have enough yeah. Money to spend, uh, yeah. I don't. I don't care about it that much. It's not worth it. Uh, like for me, like I said before, the only thing so far that's come out or announced has been the Medal of Honor game because I've always loved that franchise. Uh, will I buy that game at launch? No, no, not even that either. But okay, next thing. Let's take into All right, next is the. You know what's taking too long? Half-Life 3 coming out. That's what's taking too long. Yeah, I know. Everyone cares. I, I don't. And I, <laughs> I care. Just, I still don't. Anyway, so PlayStation, State of Play happened. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know, guys. Some of this news is a little bit a little old while, now, but still, so whatever. I don't remember everything that happened. But I, remember, I remember it being a more exciting show than I was expecting. Well, uh, basically what I'll do is I'm going to go through by title. Okay. We'll see if we're interested or not. Just say yes or no. If it's yes, we can delve onto it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll start with this one really fast just because there's no point. Untitled Goose Game already came out. It was announced that it was coming to PS4. It already came out on December 17th, yeah. seven days after this, so I that's st- done. I still, like, I've seen full playthroughs of that game, but I still kind of want to get it at some point. Oh, looks, I don't blame you. It, it, it looks, looks fucking funny. It looks ridiculous. I just wish I had time to play it. I wish it was on Vita. That's, that's where I played it. It's that would be great. Alright, uh, Spellbreak. What was that again? Was that that, um, the Battle Royale game? Yeah. I think it looked as interesting. I mean, I don't know, like, if I'm going to play a Battle Royale game currently, I'm probably going to play Apex Legends, because that game... Yeah, I don't, I don't need another one. It's like, it's an interesting concept of magic and shit being put into it, yeah. but it's just like, I don't, I don't care. Like, the... <laughs> The magic combat does look really interesting, but yeah. like I. But I'm not going to add another one to that. Yeah, freaking. Like I might give it a try if it's free to play, but we'll yeah. see. All right, uh, Dreams is releasing fully on February 14th. You yeah. can't buy the, uh, you can't buy the uh, preview edition anymore, whatever it was called. Eh. So yeah, if you want the full thing, it'll be February 14th. I okay. do eventually want to get it just because you could basically create and put sound into it. Uh, yeah, so it'd be a pretty cool way to do, uh, honestly, my own, like, it would be cool for me, specifically, not even as a one someone that wants to play through the levels. More importantly, I'd want it to build more of a demo reel on my own if I wanted to, just to, just for the hell of it. Like, I want to get Dreams anyway, just to support that kind of idea. Oh, yeah, definitely. It, like, it seems so... like it's a long-lasting game anyway, because you're just playing other people's creations. Yeah. That'll keep you busy. It's, like, literally endless creations. Yeah. It's just, like, interesting to see. Like, I don't know. I just really like how Media Molecule will take their time to make something, like, truly crazy different like this. Yeah, no, definitely. All right, next one. Superliminal. Uh, I like the idea. It looks visually very interesting. I like the whole, like, perspective play. But I don't know if I'd spend the money on it. All right, yeah. I, I didn't care. All right, so let's... Remember when I said yes or no? Oh, sorry. <laughs> All right, we're serious. Pa- paper Beast. I don't, oh, PSVR, man, no. no. Okay, I thank you. Alright, Kingdom Hearts 3. 
Remind DLC, no. I can't believe that shit's $30. Alright, next one. Alright, this is, here we go, there we go. Predator Hunting Grounds, yes. Super excited, yeah. Alright, yeah, fucking Friday the 13th devs making this. Uh, it's gonna be like... I get to customize pre my Predator? Fuck yeah. You could try to kill it, or you could try to use it to kill other people, but it's gonna be a good time. I want to be a goddamn sexual Tyrannosaurus. Honestly, didn't we get, didn't we get Friday the 13th on PlayStation Plus? We did. I would... I'm kind of interested. In I want to. I'm totally down to play that. Honestly, I was like really into it. Evolve. It's still know. online. Let's yeah. let's try to let's find some time to do that now that we are selling our Black Ops Four copies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God. Yeah. That, oh right. Yeah. We tried that like one time. Yeah, and I was like, I'm done. Was, I, I have yeah. fucking Modern Warfare now. I don't need fun. this. Tra Modern straight up, dude. Modern Warfare is great. Anyway, all right. Babylon's Fall. Uh, that's Square Enix game. I don't remember. Yeah. No. It's like it looks like Dark Souls. Oh, the Square Enix thing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm a little interested, but I don't know enough. Yeah, it's a it's platinum games game. Yeah. Okay. I figured well, you you'll probably get it. It's platinum I'm, games. Yeah, if it's platinum games and Square Enix, I'll probably be on board for sure. <laughs> All right, Resident Evil Three remake and Project Resistance, which is their multiplayer Super game. Excited for that. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, if you like Resident Evil Two, you'll probably get this because it's like more of that, except the third game. Uh, what's not to love for that? Personally, I, I never really. I remember playing the Resident Evil games when I was really little, uh, like, I so I don't remember it at all anymore, to be honest. I just remember something about scarab puzzles and shit, and I was like, why am I getting scared? Yeah, they get really fucking weird with that shit. Yeah, so like, I... It's literally, at this point, become, like, a joke that, like, why does the police chief of, what this is for Resident Evil 2, it's like, why is the police chief, the police chief setting up fucking puzzles and shit to get into rooms in the police station? This makes no fucking sense. Yeah, I, I, I mean, they gave us Resident Evil 1... HD or whatever the remake for that on yeah. PS uh, for PS4. So I'll try that eventually just to see how I feel. Uh, the uh, the but... Resident One remake is a little different. That's more close to the original game. I know I, I've heard, but I'll, I'll try it out. And then if I really want to, I could try Biohazard too. We'll see. I'm not really interested in running through the whole fucking world of that. But okay, uh, Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, they had like a brief. Yeah, there's, we'll for, talk about it for the Game Awards, yeah. because they basically hinted at it for the Game Awards, but okay. I'm excited for that game, though. So, how cool. do you, real fast, how would you say State of Play was for this? Uh, did it give you good shit? How do you, like... I liked it. I was pretty much, at least a little bit excited for pretty much all of the things they showed, except for that Paper Beasts thing, which I thought was just fucking weird. Yeah, it was, it was good. I think that, like, how do you feel about State of Play? Do you think it's like a it. good... Like, is, is it because it reminds you of Nintendo Direct? Is that why you like it? A little or? bit. I, I still think Nintendo has the formula down a little bit better. They do. And I, I do like that they actually have, like, a presenter. That's what I... Would it be, wouldn't it be better if they had a real person there? I think so. Like, if they had someone from, like, the so Sony or, like, the PlayStation, like, social media team... You know who they show? should just get to do it? I'll give you one guess. Um, oh, Shuhei? No, I was gonna say Kevin Butler. Oh shit! Yeah, if they brought yeah, Kevin they should Butler just bring back? Kevin. I know oh. they just apologize to Kevin Butler and get him, bring him back to do that, and then the, he literally still has like the best. Or like, just like uh, speech I'd say Kevin Butler or remember Core. Yeah, that fucking get Veronica Belmont to do it. Like get someone, I just anyone. Shit, like just put a face to it, even if it's a developer, if it's someone that just works in publishing, Veronica Belmont. Kevin Butler, any of these people, just just do yeah. that, just do it. All right, so game awards. Uh, we'll talk about the awards themselves after, 
But we'll uh, we'll start with everything that they showed. Which was a lot. There was a lot of shit. So we'll start with the the smallest Microsoft one. Came off uh, yeah, so this is a small one they did. I was surprised that they even put something this small into it. Uh, it's not a big game or anything uh, or big consoles. Uh, the Xbox Series X. Yeah. Like, <laughs> dude, I was like... I can't say that with the straight I was face. like getting ready to do the dishes after dinner and I was just like scrolling through Instagram and I saw like a new Xbox and I was like, wait, is this like a fan render? Or yeah, like, it's... All right. This is real? Yeah, this so, is real? Keep in mind, like I've said many times before, guys, I currently am employed by Microsoft. I'm a Microsoft employee. So anything I say does not reflect the company in any way. All my opinions are of my own. I have no... I'm not, like, someone that does anything for, like... I don't make Xbox games. I don't do any of that kind of stuff. Uh, so I have no creative anything whatsoever in any of this shit. That said, I, I just kind of... I saw it. I, I kind of laughed just a little bit. I was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> the design itself... All right, so... I was talking to people because I looked at the picture. And I kind of, like... Kind of... Uh, analyzed it next to like a Xbox One X, not physically, but I just kind of saw how the build is. So it's basically if they made it slightly, uh, they cut off a piece of it. So it's like, I don't even know what part it would be like, not the length, but I guess the length. Uh, and they just put it on its back. So it's thicker, but it's not as long, if that makes sense. I don't, I don't know if, because it's not, I'm not talking about the height. I'm talking about like if you had it, horizontally down they basically took off part of the back of that xbox yeah. that would be horizontally down facing like regular just not a vertical xbox you have it horizontal cut off the back and then you put it on like the back of the series x and that's what it looks like so it's like or no wait no you cut off the height of the sorry i don't fucking know it's basically they made in one way, it's smaller than the one the Xbox One, and in another another way, it's thicker. Does yeah, that make really sense? It's hard for me to tell. The it's shorter, dimensions. so it's shorter, but it's thicker. Okay. If they were both vertical, it's shorter than the the one because they didn't need that much because okay. it's thicker, yeah. so it puts it all there. One thing I I could be completely wrong, but I could have sworn there's like dual fans in the one S and X, or at least in the ones. And then in this one, I feel like, I'm guessing, I'm straight up guessing, that it's like a, a fan at the bottom or something and just goes up. Like, it just it Based shoots the arrow. Based the design, it is somewhat similar to the Mac Pro from, like, a few years ago. That was, like, the trash can look. Oh, I remember those. Yeah, and, those were popular. And that was how that, that thing cooled itself, was it had, like, a bunch of fans at, like, the bottom of it that, like, circulated yeah. air through the top. And guys, I'm just guessing. I'm in the dark like the rest of you. I'm just guessing this shit, really. Like, I have no idea. Um, but yeah, and then, of course, you go online. The best part was, honestly, you just go online and you see all the fucking memes, and it was fucking hilarious. The, the funny thing the, is... The, the, it just, it's a fridge. Yeah, that, that one was pretty funny. I feel like I am not that, like, averse to the design as you are. What do you mean, like, uh... Like, you you seem to hate the design. Me? I'm just no, like, I'm fine with it. Oh, really? Yeah, I just... I th I thought it looked ridiculous, so... I just... When I first... Alright, I'm not even joking. The first thing I thought of when I saw it was... It, I, it just reminded me of the dehumidifier I had when I was in a dorm room in college. Hmm. That was the first thought. For me, I was just like, oh, 
I guess they're going for like a vertical PC tower type of thing. The only issue I have with it, which personally it's not an issue for me personally, is a lot of people have... Whoops, hang on. Sorry about that. Uh, Auto played an ad that wasn't supposed to happen. Uh, But the only thing that I had issue with was the... Because it's that bulky in terms of thickness, like it... A lot of people have like kind of like that very narrow area where they put the consoles in horizontally where it yeah. fixes in like nooks and crannies uh, on like usually like those type of cabinets. Look like you could put it on its side. Yeah, th- so this won't be able to do that. That's the only issue I see with it. Wasn't but... the Xbox One like only horizontal? Yes, in the 1S they got a vertical stand for it. So you could buy oh, so a separate vertical stand for Okay. Um, but like I said, like for me, uh, I won't have an issue with this. I don't, ha- I don't put anything like that. I don't have anything that like slim. So like when I get, I'm getting a day one, of course. Uh, I, like I, it's, I'll put it this way. When you look at the design, you look at the name or anything like that. Do you, does that stop you? Does that make you have any second thoughts about buying it? Not really. All I care about is what the box does. I don't care. Exactly. Much so like. that it, people will make fun of it. I'll make fun of it a little bit because it's fucking hilarious to make fun. Like the me- the memes you can get from it are just hilarious and it's pretty funny. But that said, I it, it not for one second did it make me have any second thoughts about buying it day one. And I highly doubt that anyone's opinions. People are already pretty much predetermined to get what they're gonna get. This yeah. isn't gonna stop anyone from buying it. Like people are still gonna the people that wanted to buy it are still gonna buy it. This changes absolutely nothing. The name doesn't change absolutely anything. The name, I personally also fight. It's like how, just call it the XS, I guess, for now. Uh, I Series X or SX, XS, SX, SX. I like the XS, SX. I'm going to call it XX. I just find it interesting that after the show, they kind of tried to, they had to clarify a little bit that, like, the official name for it is, like, it's just Xbox. But, the, but yes. this upcoming one is specifically the Series X. So the way it's going basically is that of like the iPhone, where yeah, it's like, just yeah, this is this version. Now. Honestly, I didn't even think of it. Like, I, Honestly, I could, no one else option. thought about this. They already did this. They already started. Huh? The Xbox Elite Series 2 controller. Oh, you did They already that. began, yeah. I was saying that, and I, I was surprised no one on any news sites or anything mentioned this whatsoever, but basically that was their first rendition of it, and then this is just the continuation. Yeah. So they're going to keep going with this kind of thing, and it's basically probably what it's going to be. They're going to continue. That's the way they can keep it without having to continue with some crazy name i don't know Honestly, i don't know if it's I, just gonna be for this generation or yeah. if the next generation they do it again which i'm not even thinking about another generation after that but at least for now it's the series x i there's like uh i know for a while everyone thought 1s all digital was the lockhart and then this is the anaconda and now apparently all these news sites are saying that the lockhart is still happening and it wasn't the all digital hmm. which I, it's like I want to say it, but I don't want to give people the wrong idea because I, it's like I work there, so Do I don't want to say it. Do you think they could maybe sell like a slightly cheaper model without the disc drive? Because I would actually maybe buy so, that. So, all right, fuck it. Okay, so <laughs> this is my, like I said, I'm guessing. I'm completely guessing. This is a guess. I'm right. on the same level as anyone else. If it was me, this is what I would, like, this is what I think it would be. So if it's called the Series X, which reminds me of the One X, and this is the full, like, powerful one and everything else. Mm-hmm. If they wanted to make one that's more affordable, that's, uh, like, smaller and everything else, and it's probably all digital, uh, what would you call it? 
Probably a Series S. Yes, Series S. Exactly. Like that's that's what you would expect. That's honestly what I expect. Well, just like for years they've been calling this. That's the what I call it. Yeah. Yeah. So it would make sense if it's the S and the X, right. except this would be the S. Oh God, this one would be the SS. Oh no! Oh, oh uh, bad! Uh, we're Jews. We don't like that. Uh, and then, <laughs> and then uh, as long as you don't try to like stylize the design, the like SS. You you can way. get it in all these shining colors, <laughs> but no. Uh, the yes. It only comes in black. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Germany. Um, but yeah, so there's that, and then like I said, like it's like you're not gonna call the Series X the Series X or the Xbox Series X. The way I see it, honestly, I'm either going to call it the Xbox, which is the easiest way, yeah. or SX, which I kind of do like because it reminds me of the Flash's daughter in the Flash show where she was called SX, except it was like E, I, I forget. Anyway, uh, but yeah, if you say it fast enough, you're going to keep saying sex. I realize that, though. It's going to be pretty funny. Uh, anyway, so yeah, that's the Series X. We're both probably going to get it. Probably, yeah. I'm going to get day one. I don't know if we'll get it day one. I'm going to wait a little bit, probably. We'll see. But, like, I de- I'm definitely interested. Like, I think the design is interesting that they went with the vertical, like, a specifically vertical thing. Yeah. But, again, like, all I care about, like, the only reason why I got a PlayStation before I got my Xbox, uh, this last console uh, generation, just because I, I knew more PlayStation exclusives coming to PlayStation. Like, I knew... Xbox was going to get a Halo game. They were going to get a Gears of War game at some point. Yeah, like two. But for PlayStation, I was like, okay, like literally near launch, we're going to get another infamous game, which I was like a huge, huge fan of that series. Uh, there was a Killzone game at launch. Eventually, like basically what keeps me coming back to PlayStation specifically is the exclusive games. That yeah, they have, a, they have a good library and retinue of that, which... The Xbox now has a whole slew yeah. of studios, like basically like a dozen studios. The only issue is, will they utilize them to make something at that level? Because exactly. I mean, so I'm like really excited to see now where Microsoft takes like this new super powerful yeah. console. I like what I'm hearing about their xCloud stuff because it basically sounds like Google Stadia, but you also just already own an Xbox, which is pretty sweet. Which also works so. Remember when it was like they revealed these other Xbox games that were just kind of like they didn't feel like AAA. They felt very like the the that ants type game where you're little people that obsidian's yeah, making, game. and then like uh, the Ninja Theory game with Bleeding Edge, and it feels like a mm-hmm. Overwatch Team Fortress style game yeah. and stuff. And then now Ninja Theory's also making Hellblade too. So then it's like, Which oh, there like you go. Yeah. So it's like, I think these games that were announced previously were really just like a here's not not saying that they're not good or like big or anything i'm just like they're more of here's something to keep you busy until the big stuff like a double a title instead of a triple a yeah whereas hell played like that fucking trailer i was just dude i've been like that was fucking amazing holy shit since i watched that because i watched the game awards last night so i could like kind of be more aware of what like what we're talking about here and that trailer like fucking got me they they straight up flexed the power that the that like, the Xbox the can visuals? do with like her face, dude. Her face, like, holy dude, that shit, was like insane. That was crazy. I can't wait. Which actually, <laughs> I just got Hellblade's new site. Uh, like, it literally makes me want to play. Uh, I just, I mean, I on. we have it on Game Pass, yeah. but I wanted to get it physically because I heard it's so good for sound, and I yeah. want to give the devs money. And I just, as a joke, morally, because it's the last game that's gonna be on PS4 for them at least. 
I got it on PS4. Mm. <laughs> Same with Battle World. So it's like, ah, oh, more of like a goodbye, and then the rest will be playing on Game Pass and potentially maybe get the digital games just because at this point now I'm like, oh, I play it on Game Pass, and then I'm like, ah, oh, do I still want to buy it now? Oh. Mm. And it's, it's getting to that weird point because I didn't buy four and five of Gears. And I'm like, do I still want to buy those? But I have my Game Pass, so it's it's actually and I and I get a fucking discount for those games too, and I'm just like, oh well, I I'll figure it out when if I have like extra money just to throw at it for for no reason, I guess we'll see. But yeah, it looks good. All right, next up, uh, so real fast, the Ghost of Tsushima, they gave a release window basically of uh, summer 2020, which if we're getting we're getting Last of Us in April, this gives Ghost of Tsushima enough time to it's like here. Two to three months later, you get Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah. Everyone by then will already be done with Last of Us anyway, so they don't necessarily overlap each other at all. And if you have the money to get both, you probably will, because, like, how are you not going to be able to afford 60 bucks, I guess, for a game? Yeah. After two point, months. You're probably more worried about food. Yeah, you shouldn't even worry about games, so that's what you have yeah. to deal with. So that then shows you that it's not going to be a... It's not going to be involved whatsoever with PS5. That means something probably else is not. coming completely different. I mean, it, it will probably come to PS5, but it's not going to be like... Well, no, no, because they said all the PS4 stuff will be backwards compatible. There's no point. Yeah. So there, it, it kind of it, it eliminates the need to do like remakes for... Which they've done so many of already. It's like that kind of kills it, which I would rather like because I don't want to keep seeing the same thing over and over. As much as it's like cool to see the older, older ones... But, like, ones that just came out and then have it one generation later, that's just, like, come on, dude, we don't need that. Uh, one thing that I was a little, like, what made me wonder if this trailer for Game Awards was, like, shot on PS5 hardware, and I could be completely wrong, but, like, there were certain moments where, like, the lighting going through, like, the fog was just so realistic looking that I was just, like, damn, like... I know HDR lighting is, like, good, but I've never seen anything on my PS4 Pro and my, like, 4K TV that looked that good. Except for maybe uh, Red Dead Redemption 5. Like, when you're going through the swamp, there's some really good lighting in there. But I don't know. It's just, like, one of the things that PS5 is supposedly going to be, like, able to do that's going to be, like, a, a visual game changer is light gray tracing. So maybe that's why that trailer looked so good, or maybe that the game just looks that good. I, I think know. it just looks that good, dude. To be Which honest. is impressive because it looked really good. Yeah, but Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, the demo itself, or like the the what they showed was honestly really, really good. I, li- I like what I saw. Um, honestly, for the most part, for Last of Us and Ghost of Tsushima, I'm pretty much sold on both to the point where I don't need too much more. Oh, just yeah. advertise the shit out of it really on on tv and shit and that's all you need to do otherwise i'm already i'm pretty much sold for both yeah all right <clears throat> next thing wolf among us 2 was announced uh, or i re-announced yeah, i was not expecting that I, so, thought, I literally thought telltale was gone yeah well no well, they so they read they re uh i tweeted about it before but basically uh, i think i did uh they redid uh i forget who bought them but a company bought yeah, them uh I hired some that. of telltale and whatever licenses they could get with it. So, like, they lost, I think, the... I want to say... the Game of Thrones one. I know. Well, they lost Disney and... Oh. Um, I think... And then, of course, Walking Dead. Uh, but I think DC they might still be able to do. Which I think Wolf Among Us is Vertigo. So oh, yeah. 
that's part of DC. So the cool thing about this is, guess what they did? The one thing everyone's been asking. Make a new engine? From the ground up. Good. So it's a new engine, so that's why it's going to be, that's why they are to remake the entire game. They're not, like, taking any of the previous assets. It's all remade because it's a brand new engine. That's really which, good because that yeah. was, like, the main thing that I, like, hate. I love the storytelling of Telltale games, but I literally, like, I, I think maybe one of the reasons why I stopped buying every single game of theirs was just because I was, like, it, the stories are good, but the games... Looks like trash. Not even looks like trash, but they would run terribly. Yeah. Like, there were literally moments when I was playing the... Uh, one of the first episodes of The Walking Dead when that first came out, like the first season, where I thought my PlayStation was broken because <laughs> it would like freeze for like a long time. And then it's like, oh, well, now here's your uh, button press now. And, like, and it was pretty much all those years. It was like, hey, make us a new engine. No, nah, we got five new games for you, though. The f- the fuck, dude. Like, like, literally, Tales from the Borderlands is one of my favorite games of like this entire last generation, just because of the the writing was so funny and so good that I I absolutely loved it. And I pretty much I, I but it still had those same uh, graphical hiccups. Yeah, and then I I'm gonna go through all their games still. Like I only went through Walking Dead, uh, seasons one and two in four hundred days, and then uh, Game of Thrones. So I still have Walking Dead season three and four, Michonne. Uh, both Batman, Guardians, Tales from the Borderlands, and Wolf Among Us. So I got like a bunch of shit, which I'll I'll get to eventually. It's like uh, if I have it on whatever thing I have it on, like uh, I know some is on Game Pass. I know some stuff was given free with PlayStation Plus, and I might have one or two on Steam. We'll see. So I don't really care what I played on. I'll just I'll get them done whenever I get a chance to. I did like playing the Wolf Among Us though. That was that was a really good one. But okay, uh, let's keep going. We're at an hour already, and we haven't even touched the film stuff. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. So Fast and Furious Crossroads, uh, new game coming. It yeah. looked weird. It looked what it looked really old. To be honest, uh, yeah. it was just everyone was more excited to see Vin Diesel on stage. Dude, I thought it was a mobile game. And Michelle Rodriguez, yeah, yeah it it, it, look, it doesn't look, it does not it doesn't look good. To be honest, yeah. sorry. Uh, Godfall is the new game published by Gearbox and made by Counterplay Games. Interesting. Uh, it's a PS5 title and also PC title, so it's like a, one of the next next gen. Uh, I don't feel interested just because it just not it's just one of those not my genre games basically. Yeah, I watched the trailer. I, I was interested that it, they said specifically for PS5, but... It's it, probably timed exclusive. Maybe. We'll see. I just, like... I kind of like you. I just... I didn't get... I couldn't get into the uh, tone of the game or whatever. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Maybe it'll be cool, but it just... This first trailer didn't really grab me. Uh, League of Legends uh, or Riot Games had a Convergence and Ruin King announced. Yeah, like literally two games aren't even like I thought they were add-ons to League of Legends, but these are like full-on games made by other studios. Yeah, and I just uh, once again I never cared about Riot Games. I like League of Legends, yeah. that whole universe. It's I'm, not. I'm of interested because I I like that they're gonna start make because they have like shit ton of characters at this point. The idea that they're gonna start making games based off of like different characters' backstories is interesting. Yeah, and it's also interesting that they're not all gonna be the same genre because I think the the first one they said it was gonna be like a turn based like uh, RPG. 
I'll be honest, I stopped I stopped paying attention. In like the next the second one the that involved like time travel or whatever, that one's gonna be like an action platformer. Yeah. So I mean the, really... the only good thing I've gotten from all these reveals is just like I don't feel bad because I'm just kinda like I'm not interested in these, and then future me is just like, oh, thank God, that's yeah. less shit I have to deal with. Oh, yeah, my God. Like, we don't need to play absolutely everything, but it, yeah. I just do find it interesting that for fans of League of Legends, they're going to get a lot more, like, yeah. the content. Uh, did you play choose? Bravely Default 1? I did. No. Wait. Yes? I played a little bit of it. Okay, I, so, I like yeah, it. Square Enix announced Bravely Default 2 for Switch, which, uh, when they did, I straight up was just like, What's yeah. Bravely Default? Never even heard of that well, before. I thought that they were gonna—they were announcing a new Bravely Default game. I find it strange they're specifically porting just the second one to Switch, and maybe that one was. Oh, like, so it's a port. Yeah, well, oh, it was okay. already a Bravely Default too. Okay, and then uh, Magic Legends, new MMO set in the world of Magic the Gathering. Uh, apparently, the beta tests will start sometime next year. Uh, but now there's more magic games. The magic's entering the fantasy area, yeah. which D&D, magic, and then, of course, the actual licenses like Dragon Age, Elder Scrolls, Warcraft. It's so many. So many. Uh, Weird West. I thought it Very looked cool. Uh, Wolf Eye Studio by former Arcane devs that basically got kind of booted out there. Developers um, involved, which I'm like... Yeah, I'll buy like pretty much any Devolver game. Weird West? Yeah, exactly. Devolver, yeah. That's how I was like, oh, cool uh weird west honestly it was very obscure but that's probably why i liked yeah. it it's like i always love western style so i'm very curious just because it seems like i don't know it just seems so weird i didn't you, I wasn't I, sure. you saw werewolves right there were like definitely monsters or maybe they're like uh wendigos yeah there were definitely like weird monsters it's like i couldn't tell what the gameplay was but it seems to be some sort of top-down thing and it basically seems to be like the story of people moving across like America when like during the expansion across the West, but like along the way, like all of the weird, like mysterious beasts that are like talked about in legend, like are real and like people actually have to deal with them. Yeah. Which is interesting. But and again, then, uh, dark and... the gameplay, I just don't know what it's going to be like. Yeah. We got we got more to go, so let's just keep a uh, Dark Alliance. Uh, it's basically a spiritual successor to Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance. Uh, okay. Yep. Uh, nine to five. It's the one with the. It uh, looked interesting, uh, but we didn't get much out of it. Yeah, I, I didn't care for it. Uh, Prologue, the new uh, player unknown game. Yeah, it's uh, from the guys that made PUBG. That was called Prologue. <laughs> yeah, so I guess we'll see what. That means exactly. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure more will come this year, if anything. Uh, Sons of the Forest is a new uh, horror really type game that looked in- yeah yeah Visually, it was, anyway yeah fucking creepy. Surgeon Simulator Two. Uh, apparently, yeah, I didn't care about that. Uh, Way too long a trailer. New World. So that's the Amazon Game Studios game that they've yeah, been making I, this whole time. I saw that and I was like, wow, this is really interesting. And then the Amazon thing came up and I was like, what? Yep, because they've been making an MMO this whole time. I just wasn't sure what it yeah, was. So. I, we, this is just one of the first trailers we've gotten for one of their games. Yeah, so we'll see uh, exactly. I mean, the whole thing, it looked interesting just because it was like, oh, look at these different ages of people yeah. and shit. And it's actually like, oh, maybe Amazon's 
got something pretty Maybe. cool because we knew they had a game studio and they have their own like engine mm-hmm. and all this stuff they basically could in a sense rival unity and unreal and everything else but well this game will basically make or break that this will show exactly what they have that they're capable of really okay yeah uh da, 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 da. might skip some stuff skip 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 uh path of the warrior uh which is another oculus game yeah, yeah. uh yep uh, Na- Naraka like... Blade Point yeah. uh, is what? Uh, just the whatever the previous one. I literally already forgot its name. It basically looks like a River City Ransom type brawler, but if it was in the first person VR game. Okay. All right. Uh, Naraka Blade Point. Uh, yeah. So this is the game made by the Chinese devs. Yeah. The op- the song for the trailer is fucking weird. It looks interesting, but I I, I just whatever. I, I don't care. Yeah, I was kind of like eh on it. Uh, let's see, DLC stuff, DLC stuff. Uh, Final Fantasy VII remake trailer. That was a fucking good trailer. Yeah, I know a Final. I, Dude, I got I'm so consi- into it. So I'm considering getting this game maybe because just the music for the trailer. I was I'll like, see. Oh. That's that. I'll, I'll see how seven. I feel because if people Final really seven. love it, because if I'm not a Final Fantasy guy, I don't know if this is going to be something I'm going to enjoy. Yeah, that's why I'm. That's the only thing. I think ha- hasn't your issue been with Final Fantasy? The turn like, you point. Just don't like turn based stuff. Yep. And this one is like a less. Which I know. Based. Didn't they start? Was it thirteen or fifteen that they stopped? Yeah, doing thirteen that? was when they really started to like lean away from the. Uh, well, maybe twelve. Though I heard like with thirteen, you have to play twelve hours before you actually like it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I was like, you could fuck right off. I, I can't believe they made a whole trilogy off of that. Yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not touching that. Yeah. Seven, we'll see, we'll see. I'll, I'll think about. I think it. you might like it a little bit more just because it's more action based, but I don't know. I'll see how I feel. Gears Tactics, I thought that was actually pretty cool looking. I it looks cool. It looks like XCOM. But yeah, it's XCOM more. with gears. That's why, and I liked XCOM, so I'm like, yeah. I'll take it because it's community story. And whatever they're trying to and do with it. it's like a 40 hour campaign. It's fucking insane. It's because, yeah, I think XCOM has something around that too. It's basically because the amount of time it takes for each drop and the tech, like being strategic and everything else. Yeah. Uh, let's see. There was another trailer for Ori and the Will of the Wisps. I still have to play the first one. Same. Uh, Maneater. I do not remember what that was. It was the shark one. Open oh, world. Sharks. Eh. Yeah. Uh, Apex Legends had Christmas shit. No More Heroes three. That I got really into. Yeah, this uh, cyberpunk stuff. Uh, there was Green Day DLC for <laughs> sub uh, Beat Saber. Oh, was that why Green Day played? Yeah, that's why they were there. A free guy, right? Interesting. Um, that's cool. Let's see. I, Beat Saber is one of the games that I actually do want to get a VR headset for. Like literally. Like, yeah, no, that's a that's that's actually probably one of the best games. Like the fact that that game it. is on the Oculus Quest and you don't need a computer for it is like fucking cool. And it's basically like the that's what's gonna make you happy if you I feel like if you like Guitar Hero and Rock Band and shit. Mm-hmm. That's like the spiritual. That's that is what you'll play now because everyone's already tired of that shit since no one bought the last one. It's anyway. a rhythm game with lightsabers. How do you go wrong with that? Yeah, really. <laughs> Uh, Humankind, which was that Sega game, um, it was like turn-based or something. I don't remember. I forget. I thought uh, that was Civilization. No, I'm talking about Weird. this. Alright, so that's every, that's really, there's some other strip, but fuck it, it's just DLC announcements and stuff. Yeah. Uh, so, as a whole, it was interesting reveals, but that kind of cut into the awards themselves, so. It did feel like there was more 
emphasis on the new game reveals and stuff. But also a, an emphasis on the ads. This is brought to you by this. Right. This is the ads for this. Here's all these commercials for ads. Ads, ads, like, ads, ads, ads. I was watching the like the recording of the stream last night, and there were definitely some moments where I was like, are they just replaying the same ads like over and over again? They just, they, they, they showed so much shit of just ads and then all their it's like cool having all these reveals but the whole point of the awards show is to have awards and they did working so hard to make these amazing games yeah and they did to an extent but then a lot of them was just jeff Keighley going and the winner is this and you don't have anyone or it's just up there and then they go oh it'll get to them eventually i guess it's odd that for a like three and a half hour maybe with breaks it was like a three hour show yeah but like for a three-hour show, it's just odd that they had to, like, rush through a bunch of awards at certain points. Like, granted, they were the smaller, like, less interesting awards, but it's just weird. That, like, yeah, some of them, they just did really rapid-fire, seemingly to save time, just so they could have more ads. Yeah, the only thing I could say for sure is it to, the Game Awards, because it's like, oh, we, we some people are like, we want it to be more like the Oscars or, like, the movie and TV stuff music stuff and everything else and other people are like the opposite or whatever the only thing that is sad a little bit is you can see that the game industry is so much, they look so much more fucking introverted yeah. it's really ridiculously awkward half the time when you see them go up there and they're like uh and they're just kind of like what do i do because yeah. then you have you have everyone like you watch any movie award show and everyone's like hey blah 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 talk about this all right cool deuces this one's more like let me be awkward for 30 seconds uh which i think people are starting to improve a bit on yeah. but they just they look so out of place it's like ridiculous Some people definitely got up and got their awards more gracefully than others yeah um i will say the only thing i did like that wasn't like i, I love i love the uh beaker and Bunsen. I thought it was funny, but I felt it, like it went on a little too long. It did, but I think it's because I love those characters so much. Mm. Specifically, like, they're my favorite Muppet characters, or at least Beakers. And then they had the Goose. I was just kind of like, yeah. yeah. I thought it was funny. I thought that they were about to announce, like, actual DLC for Goose Game where you could play as Beaker. Yeah, right? That would have been so funny. And then it was just like, here's the award. And then imagine you're a game developer and then they're like here's a muppet to present you your award yeah like that's yeah but yeah there's i hope they improve it next year and they kind of remember why they're doing the show uh it's the uh, yeah to basically it's for appreciation of the people that made the games not to throw in 50 ads and as much as i love the game reveals just more emphasis on the awards themselves, which then I feel like, uh, hopefully not, then people will be like, I didn't have enough game reveals, and we'll be like, shut the fuck up, dude, just well, let I mean, the people the appreciate like, things. The Oscars maybe has, like, a few trailers for upcoming movies. Not really. Do they not? Like, that's not the thing. Re- like, it's literally just an award show. Yeah, it's an actual award show. People have a little more respect for that shit. Yeah. It, 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 like, people will actually watch it to watch it. They don't actually watch it like the, that's the problem. That's it's gotta evolve itself to a point where you're not watching it for the trailers. You're watching it for the awards. Maybe they'll like slowly cut people off over over like the next few years, and it's like okay, there were a lot of trailers this year. Next year, there's a few less, and it's more make awards. it less. Just make them more important. So like make yeah. it really like more like Hellblade, more like Ghost of Tsushima, more like those. Yeah. Less DLC shit and announcements like that. 
Just more bigger announcements, but less in quality. More quality over quantity, I would say. But okay, that's enough about that. So that's everything for gaming. Um, we're going to move on to fucking, God, the shit we watched. Yeah, so that's going to be probably really quick for me. Oh, thank God, cool, because mine's long. Because, like, literally... You had the games, I have the movies. Most, yeah, most of the things that I've watched since I, like, got done with finals was just things I've already seen before, so I don't really need to talk about them that, that much. Like... I'm going to skip Star Wars because we yep. we're going to save that for the special, but I literally watched like episode four through eight and then plus Rogue One to get uh, psyched up for nine, which was a mistake, but okay. <laughs> uh, I've watched some of the older Marvel movies, Ant-Man, Guardian Galaxy, just Avengers 1 and 2, Iron Man 1 and 3. I also started watching Gargoyles because... I like you remember I used to like that show as a kid and goddamn it's still good. But it's <laughs> also course. fucking weird that like <clears throat> I completely forgot and di- as a kid this did not seem odd at all that like the curse like the the reason why the gargoyles were stoned for so long instead of like going normal every night was cuz like some dude cursed them to stay stoned. Until, like, the castle that they used to be at, like, rose above the clouds. So in the future, some dude literally spends, like, I'm assuming millions of dollars to build a skyscraper in New York just to move every piece of that castle up higher than the clouds in New York City to break the curse. And it worked. But I'm just like, holy shit, that's insane that that's, like, the first thing in this show. Uh... And I watched the first Pirates of the Caribbean. That's a great movie. It's still great. But yeah, literally, I don't, I, let's not literally talk about all, all right. of those because we've already talked about them. But uh, the one absolutely new thing that I've seen recently, I actually saw with you, and that was Jojo Rabbit. Yes. That was, was a good time. I liked it a lot. It was really um, fun. It has a strong amount of humor. Yeah. I've never laughed with Hitler so much. But there's like a twist, not a technically <laughs> twist, but there's like an event like about two thirds through the movie that literally like, like my heart stopped and I was like, oh, I can't believe that just happened. Yeah, there's, like, it shit really, gets real. Yeah, because the whole thing is there's a lot of humor in it and it gets to certain points that are not, um, it gets to points basically where you're like, oh, here's where the dramatic portion comes in. Yeah. Or like the more like serious tone. Because it'd be odd if Taika Waititi did a whole movie about, like, how funny and fun it is to be a Nazi without it, like, getting real for a minute. (laughs) But they do a good uh, twist of basically mixing serious and humor at the same time. Yeah. Until it hits a certain point where then, yeah, it it hits a point where it just goes full serious and you're just like, oh, fuck. And it eventually gets some humor back. But basically, the tone changes, not for the worse, but it just changes, like, a natural evolution of kind of, like, the message they're going through with it. Yeah. And just, or for the story they're telling, really. And uh, it goes through, and basically, they eventually regain some humor, but they, they mix both together for the rest of the movie, where it's just like, okay, so this happened, this is everything else that happens afterwards which there is some stuff that like you're like oh shit is this serious is this not serious it's very fuck holy shit and then uh it gets to some it 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 just goes up and down not in terms of quality but just in terms of 
Emotions. The tone, yeah. Yeah, the, the way the emotions go. Yeah. They really take you on a roller coaster at the end. Yeah, definitely. Like, also, Taika Waititi playing Hitler was just like, fucking hilarious. It was great. Holy crap. <laughs> and he's never really... The entire... Like, there is some serious shit with Nazis at certain points, but throughout the whole thing, when you see Hitler, you can't help but laugh for the most part. Yeah. Like, even in the most serious portions of Hitler, you're just kind of like, whatever, dude. So I like I can't remember the name of the actor, but who played the like the dude who lost an eye in uh like he was the one leading the like Hitler. Oh, that's camp. uh that was uh fuck. It's like Sam Rockwell or something? Yeah. So that is his name. I okay. think so. I like I couldn't remember if that was like actually his name or if I was mixing it up. But like, dude, he was so funny. Like he plays like, I don't know, like, a, maybe not a general, but, like, so, someone higher up in the military that, like, got injured and, like, now he's no longer the perfect Aryan soldier. So he, like, they took him off the front lines to teach, like, the Hitler youth, like, training camp. And it's just, like, he's so checked out of, of like, the whole thing. And he's literally saying throughout the movie, like, yeah, we're probably about to lose the war anyway, but whatever the fuck, I'm here, I guess. Yeah. And it's, like, <laughs> it's so fucking funny. It's pretty. Also, also the fact that he very clearly has like a gay relationship with uh, what? Well, that's spoiled. Okay, that's not like a major plot point. I know, but it's uh, you. You can It's it's fun to naturally catch on the way it goes. That's fair. I don't know. It's funny. Like it's obviously everything to around his character is like fucking funny. Yeah, basically. But now you know his entire character. Not entirely. There's some pretty, there's some funny shit later on that he does that's like pretty great. Yeah, no, but now you know what to expect. Yeah. Let's see. But alright. Uh so besides those spoilers for that, next movie, um or I guess what I've been watching was a shit ton of stuff. Always Sunny in Philadelphia, finished the season for that. Yeah, it isn't on Hulu yet, so I haven't had a chance to watch it. I really want to though. Cable man should have had it for years. It's your own fault. Uh, uh so I, it, it was a great season it's it it continues just the randomness each episode's pretty much separate and there's some fucking ridiculous shit i'll just say the ones that stood out the most to me this time was probably the zoo episode for some reason uh the detective charlie story which you'll know it's the black and white one um you'll know it when you see it for sure and then uh Probably the, maybe the Suicide Jumper episode, and then that's about it. Uh, I mean, the the rest were great. It's just those three specifically were just the, probably the funniest ones for sure. I just liked them a lot. They they were just too fucking, too fucking ridiculous. Uh, oh oh, maybe the uh, the Heat Wave Day too. That was good, but yeah. Uh, South Park I finished. Uh, the season. I think I'm still like a couple episodes behind. Okay. Uh, I'll just say it, it does finish well. Um, they, <laughs> the Christmas episode's so fucking stupid. You'll see. Did You'll I watch see. that one? It was the very last one. Oh, uh, okay, then I guess not. No. It must have been, like, the Thanksgiving... Oh, yeah, it was a Thanksgiving special that I saw where Randy, like, made super weed and went, like, fucking insane. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah. Oh, no, are you talking about the Halloween one? Was that the Halloween one? Where he thought everything was haunted? Or like the dead Winnie the Pooh shit? Yeah, okay. That was the Halloween That does make more sense for a Halloween thing. Yeah, that was Halloween. Um, I don't know if they did a Thanksgiving. Did you see the one where uh, the, sh- the the fecal matter one or the, the shit yeah. one? 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that was so fucking weird, the fecal transplant thing. Oh my god, I was like, what and are they talking about? Kyle, like, Kyle ascends. how to literally listen to his gut. Kyle <laughs> literally ascends. It's the second time that Kyle's ascended, actually. Oh, so fucking The funny. first time was the fucking Tooth Fairy. Remember the Tooth Fairy episode? Where they were Maybe? stealing the kid, the teeth from under the kids' uh, pillows. Yeah. So then they take them for themselves. Like, it was the whole thing. And then, like, uh, Kyle... I forget. Something with Kyle didn't understand existence. And then he literally evaporated. He, like, oh, disappeared. Yeah. And everyone's like, where'd he go? And then, like, uh, every, like the dentists catch all the crime kids. And the crime kids catch, like, the tooth fairies. Because there are two, two competing tooth fairy companies. Uh, and then that. basically Kyle comes in and is like, uh, we are everything and we are nothing. And it was like, what? And he's just destroying the fabric of reality and like everything's going all like wonky and shit. And then like the fucking, one of the dentists said that it wasn't kids stealing the teeth. It was actually, uh, like a, a, a rooster squirrel thing. And then Kyle makes it exist and he's like, I, I knew it. I knew it. That's so funny. But this just, they do it again with this, where Kyle basically fucking ascends something like that, and he's like... like he finds out about, like, your gut microbiome. You're covered in fucking bacteria. And he, like, I thought he was gonna become, like, uh, an agoraphobe. No, not, that's someone who's afraid to go outside. Oh, but basically someone um, that's afraid of every, every like... Uh, yeah, a germaphobe. That's, yeah. That's what I'm looking for. But instead of becoming a germaphobe, he, like became one with his bacteria and just like his eyes are glowing blue dude, and, shit. So and like the whole episode everyone's trying to get like what was t- tom brady's uh oh tom brady's like, poop poop to, to uh, do the what, what do they call it it's like they were making a joke about dune they were called it like the spice the spice it's like so fucking funny and it like turns out that wayne brady it's not wayne brady god damn it tom brady like just started storing his poop because people kept trying to break into his sewers to get his poop. So it's just like Kyle literally somehow comes out of fucking nowhere and leads everyone to like the room of shit. And everyone's like, there's so much. It could save everyone. Tom Brady's just like, fuck. He's like, God damn it. <laughs> Guys, leave my shit alone. All right. Yeah, so that was good. Uh, so then uh, there was a bunch of CW shit. There was all the midseason finales for like Black Lightning, Riverdale. Uh, which Black Lightning, they end on a very big cliffhanger because basically it ends with Crisis on Infinite Earths, which before this, Black Lightning has been completely unrelated to all the other. Really? See that? Yeah. They didn't bring it in. Uh, no, it's like a different Earth completely. Oh. So okay. Uh, just because I feel like the tone is a lot different. Mm. Um, but yeah, they finally combine it, and they're just like, "Hey, check it out! Your family dies. Welcome to the team." like lightning's like the hell's going on where's everyone they're like dead welcome to the scene that's 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 literally yeah so the end with that riverdale's got some interesting murder mist basically they keep doing murder mysteries and it's like oh they're gonna solve a mystery but also all this shit's happening at the same time and veronica's competing with her dad with uh, rum companies and going the fucking I don't I don't know it, it's ridiculous shit still but it's ri- entertaining ridiculous shit I guess uh but okay so Crisis on Infinite Earths itself holy shit guys this is like it's good it's really good and it's just a feat that they were able to pull this off where they took how many shows together basically Arrow Flash Supergirl Legends of Tomorrow Black Lightning and Batwoman they took six TV shows. 
put them in a massive crossover, not to mention included cameos from so many other TV shows like the Batman 66, uh, even Tim Burton Batman, Smallville, uh, I think uh, frickin' uh in a, to a certain extent superman returns uh with fucking uh why do i keep saying uh brandon ralph who plays superman in that movie but he also plays the Atom. So then you have two supermen uh but it's actually the kingdom come superman instead of the superman returns superman there's a lot of supermen uh there's even like a creepy uh kevin conroy batman that basically killed all the villains at a certain point he just said screw it i'll just kill everyone including superman <laughs> uh and then uh who, what else they had birds of prey they had 90s Flash World. They had a few others, I forget. But basically, there was like every single previous TV show and mo some of the movie universes they had were in it. Even the fucking uh, Titans, DC Universe Titans were in it for like a brief second. Which Ooh, I still have to watch that. Oh, I forgot what other show I watched. Uh, but overall, it's been really good. Uh, have you watched it? Are you going to watch that specifically? Just like not watch the other stuff, but like just watch that? I'm really interested. Because I don't want to spoil things. No, I definitely want to watch it at some point. Okay. I don't know if I want to bother catching up on, like, literally, like, the f three or four seasons of Flash, even more Arrow, and, and all that, to, just to get up to, like, watching it. Because, like, I really just lost interest in most of those shows. Okay. Uh, all all I'll say is... But I really, it looks, from what I've, the brief bits I've seen... It looks like such a really good, cool, like, adaptation of Crisis on Infinite Earths that, like, I would never would have expected to see. Yeah, pretty much. You. I'll say this. Uh, the Kevin Conroy Batman they have in it is very much a... It's a uh, more evil showing of it. And then they have the Tim Burton Batman and Batman 66 Worlds, but... Obviously, they're both not in it, so they don't really ever show a Batman besides Kevin Conroy's, but if you watch it, you kind of know how that goes, whereas in this one, you have, like, three Supermen at certain points. Like, you have multiple Supermen in it, and it's just funny how they're able to have, like, two Supermen on the screen at once, but, and two Flashes, but you can't get Batman, because... It's funny, if you really think about it, because the whole thing is, if you look at it, Supergirl, Flash, and uh, Arrow are really the new, the, they're the CW trinity. So, Arrow is supposed to be like Batman, Flash is like Superman, and Supergirl's like Wonder Woman, just because uh, Flash always represents everything good, and it's supposed to be Batman always says Superman's the best of us. Green Arrow basically always says the Flash is like the best of us, and that kind of thing, whereas he kind of forsakens everything himself. So each one reflects something like that, whereas Supergirl reflects Wonder Woman just because of like, the hope and all the other shit she has to deal with and everything else. Uh, so oh, yeah, each that's one... that's like the only thing missing. There's no Wonder Woman. What? That's like the only thing missing. There's no Wonder Woman. Oh, yeah, they have Linda Carter in Supergirl as like the president of the country. Uh, uh. Uh, or, yeah, the president of the US in her world. But uh, if you put a... You put the Superman in, it's not too bad. You can do it. You put Batman in. And he's going to overshadow every single character in that show oh, immediately. You th fair. Think about it. If you put a Batman in, especially if it's one from a previous version, like, it just kind of, he's just that good. 
Batman's that important. The only like character... Kevin Conroy huh? is like the voice of Batman. Yeah. And that's why they do that version where he doesn't even have a costume and stuff. Uh, honestly, like, there's literally no other character that can do that, really, to be honest. Maybe Spider-Man, but I wouldn't even see that, too. Uh, it's, it's like, he's the only comic book character that just kind of fucks everything up if he comes in. It's like, oh, fuck, it's Batman. Hurry, fix the crisis. But, uh, just, just watch it. It's a good time. All right, uh, more movies. God, there's so much. Parasite. Uh, it's a Korean film about a family that kind of slowly ingratiates themselves into a rich family kind of what's the title parasite they kind of become parasitic off of it i won't say exactly how i'll just say the film itself was one of the best like all of a sudden all the movies that came out recently are all the best films i've seen like easily godzilla is my favorite film of the year but in terms of like quality films of like you know award magnitude everything else uh parasite is really really good probably the best foreign film i've seen in a long time i've been hearing good things about it it's, it makes me want to watch it yeah like for some reason like korean films just always fucking exceed my expectations every old single boy. time you ever seen old boy yeah i've seen old I boy it's yeah like just yeah so the it, it just does a really good job i implore everyone to watch it if they can just because it just works so well and the messages it gets across are really really damn good uh in terms of the way they do it and the movie itself, it's just, it, it's highly entertaining. And you think it's going to go one way at a certain point where you literally think, because it almost makes you think it's going to go into a very horrorish style. What it, it does something else, I'm not going to say what, but what it just does, you're just kind of like, whoa, okay, <laughs> yeah. It makes you think. Yeah. That's good. I like I like movies that make you think. Like it, it makes you think. It does. Uh, next one, just as, uh, I would say just as uh, intellectual as Frozen 2. <laughs> uh, obviously not. Uh, but it, it, as a sequel, it actually did good. I'm not going to lie. It was actually a good film. Yeah. Um, it did good. Uh, best animated. Uh, I forgot what else came out this year, but I want to say no already. <laughs> it wasn't like that good, but it was good. It was enjoyable. Um... There were some parts that I was kind of bored with, like a lot of the half of the shit with Anna was boring because it's just her going, don't do that, don't do that. And I'm just like, I don't, I don't care, dude, just whatever. Uh, a lot of the Elsa stuff was done really well. I liked um, Sven. I forgot his name for a second there. The moose dude? Yeah, the guy. Yeah. Yeah. That's his name, right? Yeah, I think so. No, Kristoff. Shit, that's the thinking of the reindeer. So, Kristoff, uh, yeah, I always get them, fuck, whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah so Chris, it was a reindeer. You can tell how much I care about it, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Kristoff's stuff was, I'll say this. Um, a lot of the songs were very much whatever, to be honest, especially anything Olaf sings. I really don't give a shit about his stuff. That's like... Nothing is uh, poppy is uh, Let It Go? There were two. Really? Yeah, so there's actually one that I want to say is just as good, possibly better. I'm not sure. It's I don't it's uh it's called uh Into the Unknown. Mm. It's actually really good and then I forget Christoph Christoph has a song. It, it alright, so Elsa's song is probably the best song in this movie. Again, she just always has the best songs. Christoph's like honestly the music's probably the best part of these movies. Um just these two songs. Like I 
I went to the movie just to... I came out going, I went to this movie and I came out with these two songs. That's all I needed. Thank you. All right. The rest, I don't care about whatever. Uh, I could watch it maybe one more time, but I'm, I'm good off of it. Yeah. Whatever. Christoph has a song and the way they go about showing it, it is amazing. Yeah. It is absolutely amazing. It is phenomenal. When I say that, I was laughing so fucking hard because of how good it was, what they do with it. I don't want to say it because I don't want to spoil it for you because you were so caught off guard. We were like, what the fuck? Why are we in the same movie still? Dude, it's so fucking good. Just watch that scene. Watch his scene. That is by far, all, just if you could take anything from that movie, just watch Kristoff's song. That's all I got to say for sure. And then listen to, Elsa, listen to the Elsa song on Spotify or something. It's definitely on my list to watch at some point. Yeah, but I actually have it too if you want to watch it. Oh, really? Remember I got the screening copies because oh, of the yeah. guild? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I didn't say that out loud. You didn't hear that. I'm not, I'm not showing other people. <laughs> I lied. Uh, Knives Out. I also kind of want to see that. So I actually really liked it. Yeah? And it was right. So it was directed by Ryan Johnson. He did Jumper and then a small movie you might know called Star Wars The Last Jedi. Yeah. Yeah. So this movie told me one thing, James. He just is really bad at Star Wars. Yeah. He's good at anything that's not Star Wars. Like, that's all I'll say with it. I never saw Looper, but it looked really good. A Looper is a good movie. Uh, this was uh, this probably my favorite film. I like Looper, but this is my favorite film of his. It wasn't amazing, but it was pretty great. Uh, I really liked it. Uh, the cast itself, the f- it has so many actors and actresses in it. It's great. There's so many to name. I don't care. You could look up on IMDb and you could see everyone. The standouts, of course, are... Huh? Is Chris Evans that good? He he is, but he's not the main. Like it's it's you literally get to see Captain America be a dick. And it's, that it's that fun. seems to be the shtick of his characters. He's just like really crass and like fucking with people all the time. Yeah, no, he's a he's a total fucking he's a little shit. But the standout for sure was Daniel Craig. Really, he plays the basically the private eye detective. Like yeah. he solves the crimes, but uh, he I suspect foul play. He literally. Ta- like uh chris evans character basically calls him like uh at one point when he first sees him he calls him the colonel <laughs> and then he calls him foghorn light like horn later but basically uh his biggest thing with it was um where the hell is the oh, okay uh he is he just talks like foghorn like horn and it's the best I'm like, I'm watching James Bond talk like he's just like, I see here now we have a mystery afoot and so we will solve a, this here mystery. So it's not just an accent, he's like literally talking like Foghorn Leghorn. He, it's the full accent, but you just think of Foghorn Leghorn or the Colonel. <laughs> you really do, and it's so perfect. He does it so well because you're just like, this is James Bond. This is James Bond talking like this. He's always like, James Bond. Oh, so that's why he calls him the Colonel, not because he like looks funny. No, no, no. Because it's like you're you're used to the guy. It's like Bond, James Bond. Yeah, Yeah, kill people, and he just talks. You know, he's a very low voice, and he's not very vocal. And then uh, you have this, and he's like, "I suspect foul play in this here establishment." (laughs) It also made me think of that one always sunny episode where charlie tries to act like some big texas oil guy oh, and then he gets God. i believe one of my constituents has poisoned me and then he was like why i offer you an egg in these trying oh, times 
consumption. But yeah, so it's that's what I think about. But he's he's so good in it. It's Daniel Craig's fucking great. So is Anna de Armas. I never heard of her before, but basically, uh, she is a uh, Cuban actress. And she she does honestly a really good job in it because she basically plays one of the main characters who's like the basically the um not the maid but kind of the specific assistant to the guy that gets murdered and her character is very I'm not it's you learn that more characters are more important than others and she's one of those more important characters and she does a really good job just because I've never heard of her before and she just did great. Um, enough to stand out among all of these well-known actors and actresses, if that makes sense. That's cool. Yeah. But that movie was really great. Honestly, watch it before it's out of theaters. Watchmen, I finished. I'll talk about... I'll wait to talk about it, because yeah, I'm like when you finish your final... Up, basically, next episode, we'll probably talk go full spoilers into the whole uh, season. Yeah. Uh, and then, actually, that's... Oh, last thing. I watched the... I finally watched my first uh, DC Universe show. I watched Young Justice Season 3 Outsiders. Holy shit, guys. Best animated comic stuff. Besides Spider-Man, uh, this is, like, TV-wise, this is the best since Justice League, for sure. I've seen bits and pieces of the show before it got, like, canceled, and it was really good. Dude, well, if you haven't seen it, it, it used to be on Netflix. I don't think it is anymore because of the DC Universe now, but if you get it straight up, uh, all three seasons are there. Young Justice, honestly, post-Batman animated series... This is the best animated show for comics, for sure. It is so um, put together where it's fully overarching. Like, it's not... Like, kids can watch it, but straight up, this is like... you, you It, it has you think, because you're like, oh, I remember this, or like, like all these things that are going on. There's and there's so many characters, huh? There's not much I remember, but I do remember that like there was one story arc that goes on for a while with Aqualad that I literally was like... Like, there's some crazy crosses and shit yeah. like that. They have, I'll put it, th- they, they cover so many characters, some, like, smaller than, like, some that have such small parts, but then they'll just have them in the episode, do, like, a small thing, but it's like, oh, shit, I remember this, or this and that. It They just do a great job, I'll say. And then they still manage to throw in more characters without it being, like, they make sure that you know that there's no necessarily main character for the most part. It's just about the world, really, and all these characters running through it, which I really liked. But okay. Fuck. Okay. News. We'll run through. Um, we'll just do the news, and then that'll be it for this episode. But basically, uh, TV news. Uh, there was some new Lord of the Rings stuff. Basically, the first thing was they added a new cast member, Emma Horvath. Uh, I'm not sure too much of what she's been in before. It's some stuff I don't really know much about, but basically... I looked at what she looks like because you can kind of tell she's probably going to be an elf. Because you, you know how you, you can tell, like, the, she hasn't looked at... Yeah, bone structure and just she looks very similar to... I mean, if you judge it, like... You put, like, orc makeup huh? and shit on, but, like... No, no, no. God, no. She's not going to be an orc. Uh, <laughs> she, she straight up... She would be in the camp more Kate Blanchett, Liv Tyler, oh, than she okay. would be... Um, I forget what's her name... That played Eowyn, basically. Mm. Like, that's how you, I would say it. Basically, she she has that fair skin, elvish style about her that would yeah. make sense because she would probably make it. She's probably an elf. Most of them have I'm trying to make that sound, tolerance. like, not weird at all, I guess. I, I don't want it to be weird when I say that. Whatever. Mm. Um, 
And then the cast also a young Galadriel, apparently. Uh, we don't know which actress yet, but basically... Uh, or no, they did They did cast young Galadriel. Uh, what's her... Uh, Morfid Clark from His Dark Materials, that new show that's like Golden Compass. Yeah. I will play the role of young Galadriel. So that'll be interesting. Huh. It, it basically kind of solidifies that for sure it's going to be second age stuff. Yeah, I was going to say, like, when does this take place? Because, like, elves don't really age. Uh, second age. So okay. most likely it sounds like it's going to be, like, the last Alliance time, or before that, probably. Okay. It's going to be somewhere in the middle there that's just, so like, before... Sauron's... I think it's post-Morgoth, but still Sauron full power. Yeah, I was going to say, so before Sauron, like... Still before the Hobbit. And... So basically yeah. before the Hobbit, after Isildur. Uh, I don't know. No, it'll still be... It might still be before Isildur. I'm not sure. It's somewhere. Okay. It's somewhere. I don't fucking... I don't fucking know. <laughs> um, there was one more. Oh, yeah. Here we go. And then they lose uh, Will Poulter from Black Mirror. He was cast in it before. Apparently, he's dropped out. Probably because scheduling conflicts or something. Maybe. But uh, I think he was supposed to play one of the main characters, so I'm not too sure. Ugh, that's bad. Yeah. Eh. We can find someone else, I guess. Yeah. But basically, they had two new. Lost one. Uh, so far... The current news. I was just trying to keep up to date with Lord of the Rings specifically because fucking Lord of the Rings. Yeah. All right. So now we have a fuck ton of trailers. Uh, we'll oh, yeah. be somewhat brief on them, but I'll, I'll name a trailer. We'll talk about it for a second and move on to the next one. First up, Black Widow. Um, I want to be excited because I, I usually like every Marvel movie at least a little bit, but I don't know. Not much. I just like... Maybe it's because we already know how Black Widow's story ends with her, like, fucking dead. What? Yeah, oh, spoilers if anyone hasn't watched Endgame. But, James, like, I didn't know that. You mean <clears throat> she died? Like, there are certain oh things I God. like about the trailer. Like, I, I like that she has to, she seems to be going back to Russia to confront the Red Room program. She, she seems to come back together with, like, some family or whatever. I like seeing David Harper as, like... Red Steel red, or whatever? Red whatever. Yeah, like, basically, like, communist... I am super, communist Captain America. Yeah, communist Captain America. And it's just like, he looks funny. Like, I love the joke where he's like, ha costume still fits. And his wife's like, you got fat. <laughs> like, that's funny, but, like, I don't know, does he have superpowers? Or is he just putting on a suit for no fucking reason? Other than do great battle? I don't well, know. I mean, basically, like, it, it seems like they're teaming up to... Yeah, basically fight whatever they need to fight, uh, which apparently also, like, Taskmaster's yeah, in it and I, everything I else. Yeah, I liked the design of Taskmaster's very... Like, he basically just looks like he's got a bunch of ta tactical gear on, but he's still, like, his face mask has, like, the silver skull kind of look. Yeah, and I don't think she's related to any of them, necessarily. She called, like, one character's sister, yeah. but I think that's, like, her sister from, from the, the Black Widow program. program. And then, that like, Rachel sense. Wise is, like, an older version. Like, she was a previous generation or maybe an instructor or something. Which, I, I haven't seen Rachel Waters and stuff in so long. Like, I loved her and all the stuff. I used to watch, like, Enemy of the Gates and uh, Mummy, of course. Oh, yeah, that was... She was an Enemy of the Gates. Yeah. I forgot. That's how... So, I like, I mean, it. mainly the Mummy, but, like, also that and yeah. some other stuff. But, so like, I, I'm... Ex honestly, I'm probably... Ironically, you're usually more excited by Marvel stuff than I am. Yeah. And in this case, I'm actually more excited than you. This is, honestly, I think I like it because it reminds me slightly of the espionage style they had in Winter Soldier. Which is, of course, and like one of the best Marvel sh movies they true. did I have. Did, I did watch not all of it, but I started watching Winter Soldier recently again when I was just like going through old Marvel movies, and I was like, 
Fuck, I forgot how fucking good I this think movie that's is. also why I'm I'm excited for somewhat excited for this because all the others are usually stacking on top of each other on the ladder to the next part of the timeline for all the shit and they're either hit or miss half the time usually anyway. Whereas this one is like this like this is a technically a prequel in a way. Like it's it takes place after Civil War but before yeah. Infinity War. It takes place in between that timeline of like that dark point where you don't know what happened to people. And also it has like uh it because of that, it doesn't have anything to really live up to, I guess. Kinda like I guess Captain Marvel, but it didn't do it as eloquently as I would have liked it to. It just kind of yeah. more just and then you're like, oh, okay. And then just give me I just just I'm watching this so I can watch it in game, to be honest. But yeah. like this actually looks more interesting where it's a lot more down to earth literally uh and just i don't know it just i'm i'm excited for the espionage shit that's what i'm really excited for yeah, but okay I'm, I'm sure it'll be fine i think the the color changing of her suit was a cool effect like if you notice like as she was passing between like light and shadow her suits her suit was like changing, changing between like white and black so i thought that was cool yeah but again like I think maybe it's because I know that this movie is probably less connected to everything else because it's like an in-between story that I'm like, oh, well, there's no need to watch this movie. No, yeah, I'm yeah, going to no, watch get, it anyway because I think it's probably going to yeah. be at least a good movie. Basically, why you're less interested why I'm more interested. Yeah, which is interesting. Yeah. All right, so next one. Uh, no Time to Die, which James dropped his phone, so now he's going that. to die. Uh, yeah, so No Time to Die, James Bond movie, 25th one, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I don't know which one it is, but... I think it's the 25th film. Last Daniel Craig film. Yeah. Uh, we got uh, basically full looks at, at um, what's-his-face that's playing uh, the new villain from Mr. Robot. Oh, that, that guy. Uh, oh, I don't remember. I don't. I know who you're talking about. I just I can't remember the name of the actor. All right. Well, I, I want to look it up, but I'm too lazy. All right. So <laughs> uh, I just don't feel like doing it at the moment. Actually, uh, let's fucking hang on. All right, so yeah, all right, so James, the trailer, how'd you feel? Uh, I am excited personally. Rami Malek, that's his name. Huh? The actor we're talking about, the bad guy, Rami, Rami Malek. Okay, cool. Wait, no, is that the character name? <clears throat> Elliot Anderson? No, fuck it, it, Rami Malek. Anyway, so, um, I don't know. I, like, it looks like a good James Bond movie. I I, I'm excited just because Daniel Craig's kind of ushered in this new golden age of James Bond where, uh, Casino Royale really made it, ha like, it's just, you start off with a boom, Quantum of Assault felt like a weird filler, but then you have Skyfall and that just blew us out Skyfall of the water. Skyfall was way better than I expected it to be. And then uh, Spectre was hit or miss for some people, personally for me, because it kind of went back to the old gadget style, uh, brawny villain shit. I really personally liked that a lot, and I liked kind of the way it ended, and this kind of follows up on that with everything, so you still have uh, Leah Sado, I think that's her name. Uh, we'll still be playing uh, kind of his love interest and everything else who was in there before. Basically, he leaves the job for her. And yeah. that kind of happened before in Honor Majesty's Secret Service where Bond basically gets married and then Blofeld, I think it was Blofeld or some other guy. I forget, one, one of the main bad guys. I think it was Blofeld kills her. And then he basically... Oh, from Spectre. Yeah. Yeah. And you're thinking in this one, the same thing's going to happen, but it doesn't, which was really cool. Because in, like, the Sean Connery, George Lazenby era, it did. And then um, 
this could change it now, but basically the rumor is that uh, this new villain is could be Dr. No from like the original Ooh, James Bond. That'd be interesting. But that'd be really cool. Uh, and then there's also, of course, uh, this new actress playing the new 007 or a new 00. They, they, I don't think they were specific what number she was. He just I said thought like, she was 007, but yeah. Basically, she, he just said, like, you're a double O. She's like, yeah, for, like, two years or something like that? Yeah, basically, it sounds like he's been gone for two years. So when he left, she started in, and she became their, her, their new, like, flagship uh, I do love agent. that moment in the trailer, because he's always got to have a moment where he's like, Bond, James Bond. But it's like, this time he's, like, seemingly coming back to MI6 or whatever, or 5? It's 5 or 6? MI6. MI6. And, like... He's at the re- the receptionist desk or whatever, and he, the guy's like, name, like, Bond. And he, like, looks up, and he's like, James Bond? Yeah. <laughs> and he goes, like, the fuck? Yeah. But yeah, so, like, it, it just looks really cool. And uh, besides so those two, and then they have, <laughs> who I just talked about in Knives Out, Anita Armas will be another character oh, in it. I'm not sure who she is, but basically, you have all these characters. Uh, honestly, this is a very... Uh, not in like the usual Bond girl style way, but it's a very female heavy movie where you have Daniel Craig as James Bond and like Q and other really minor characters in the villain. But otherwise you have like still Money Penny. You still have, you have this new double O, you have Leisha though, you have Anna de Armas, you have all these other female people that are really kind of upcoming it, making it more to kind of, you know, George, the fucking Sean Connery all like, hello, ladies, I'm James Bond. And now it's more like, I don't know, the way Daniel Craig's stuff happened, like, there's, of course, still the times where he's just like, let's bang, and you're like, yeah. James Bond, yeah! But it's not <laughs> quite as, like, old, I don't, I don't want to call it old school, like, sexist, but it's like, they're no. not, the women are I mean, it's like Skyfall and Spectre, like, the beginning of Spectre, that first, that, uh, this first woman in Spectre, and then the woman in Skyfall. It was just kind of more like that slightly. Uh, whereas, and then like the one in Skyfall, she just fucking gets shot immediately after. And you're just like, right. oh, she did. Uh, but it's Casino Royale with like, um, with uh, Eva Green. Like that's a lot more, it was a lot more serious. You're just like, that's not a Bond girl. That's like straight up a woman that's like going through all this shit. And you're like, yeah. oh, fuck. And then like, of course, Spectre, then you're like, this is also different. Holy shit. And I don't know. It just, you could tell there's an evolution personally. Like I love the idea of if they're doing another bond after that, uh, someone's like, uh, Richard Madden, Rob Stark. Oh, oh ooh, and I was like, Oh, oh, Ross. <laughs> Cause honestly, uh, I don't care. I know other people said all these other people, I don't care because I get to see more Rob Stark. That's that's all I want. I just want Rob Stark basically looping like, you can't kill me this time, motherfuckers. So, yeah. I don't know why he sounded like that at the end. That's not his accent at all, but okay. All right, next one. Mulan. Another trailer. Uh, we'll talk about that one real fast just because it doesn't really tell us new stuff too much, except it's very much Crouching Tiger, Hidden, Hidden Dragon yeah. style of like, yo, let's fucking run up some walls and shit, and there's a sorcerer that could turn yeah. to animals. So it's interesting that... I thought they were going for a more realistic, like, interpretation of the Mulan. Like, we can't have Eddie Murphy as a talking dragon yeah. and, of course, a sidekick cricket because we have to have a woman that turns into an animal. Yes, yeah, so that's the weird thing. It's like, I remember the bad guy having, like, a raven thing. And also these guys are running up walls. Yeah, that's the other weird thing that's, like, I just assumed you're supposed to believe that they just, like, hit the wall with so much momentum that they just kept going. 
but... Oh, just like in real life. Like, later on, yeah, it's like, oh, that lady can literally turn into a fucking falcon. And you're just like, what the fuck? So, yeah, what, like, what, are you, what are you talking about? Yeah, so, so I... So, like, I, I'm kind of with you where, like, well, okay, if the bad guy can have, like, a fucking literal witch doing witchcraft, why can't we get fucking Mushu and, like, that... Like, the cricket's not even supernatural. It's just a cricket. It's just a fucking cricket. Like... Yeah, so I... for Okay, so for me... I'm still somewhat excited for it just because uh, I want to see how they do it. Like I said, I'm fine with the live action remakes as long as they're the actual live action. Like, mm-hmm. Jungle Book was different because the first one was so bare bones for the animated that the this one worked because it was like a mix of human and stuff. Uh, Lion King obviously failed. Uh, Dumbo, I don't know. Like, let's do the Lion King again, but with a different art style. Yeah, and then I, I've yet to see Dumbo and, like, Lady and the Tramp, so I'll see how those are, really. Because yeah. it's, like, some are completely purely... Like, Lion King's the only one that was purely, like, this is only animals, there's no people. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas Dumbo, Jungle Book, and Lady and the Tramp all have people. So those are a little bit different. Lion King was actually the most just fucking... You're lucky Seth Rogen was in there. Um, yeah. But... Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Uh, this, I I'm still I still want to see how it goes because I want to know. I, I want to see it. I just don't know if I'm going to like it now because it's all... Or what am I expecting? Because am I going to come out being like, yeah, it was an interesting fucking crouching tiger hidden dragon. That's all I can think of. That's all I think of now because once I saw those fucking... Running up wall shit. That's all yeah. I could. That's all that came into my mind. I'm just worried that like we've gotten two trailers so far and not like a single hint of music. No Although reflection. We... Reflection huh? played. Was that one of the okay? That was literally like one of the top two songs in the entire soundtrack. Maybe I just didn't recognize it. Yeah, that's right. Everyone was losing their shit. They're like, it's so emotional, and they did a good job with the song. I'm not that tight. I'm like, it's the second best song though. That's the thing. Like, it's not the. It's not. Um, well, no, actually, it's the third song. Sorry, guys, but um, uh, the, the song where they sing about girls is hilarious, so mm-hmm. I kind of liked it a little bit more. But the best song, of course, is the training montage song, like yeah. the Dark Side of the Moon shit. And, and like, what's his name, the, the guy who's training them, he does have a line in the trailer, like, we'll make men out of all of you. Yeah, but, but like, so, like, the trailer shows the reflection song. If they don't have an, because um, they said no one's singing. So if they don't well, they have... they actually said that. Yeah, they said that's not happening in the movie at all. So that means... Yeah, I think... Yeah, that's why... Yeah. I thought that was just a rumor. No, there's zero singing. It's, that's why it's more uh, serious, they're saying. Even though there's bird people. Anyway. I just got, like, way less interested. All right, all right. So if they don't have an amazing, epic orchestra, like, it has to be... I'm not saying, like, oh, they have it in there. It has to be amazingly epic orchestral great shit for Dark Side of the Moon. If it doesn't, this film is another failure. I'm not even joking. I, that is what I'm basing it off of because that's the best song. Like, that song is more timeless than the movie itself because that song is fucking amazing. But just do that. If you can't, then f- fuck you then. But yeah, yeah. okay. Next thing, uh, Wonder Woman 1984. I'm like wicked psyched for this. I That trailer literally blew... I, I'm going to be honest, the trailer, we still have more trailer, like two more, three more to talk about after this. For sure, this was the best trailer because it went from like, I don't, uh, well, it's something in the 80s. You hear the fucking soundtrack for the trailer. Mm-hmm. You see everything happening. Steve Trevor is a fanny pack. <laughs> and then you have her ride fucking lightning. Yeah. Plus I'm that outfit. I was just like, 
It looks wicked cool, though. I, dude, the outfit was so metal. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Like, one point, she takes her tiara off and throws it like a fucking battering to knock out all the security cameras. That was the, straight up, this movie's gonna be so fucking metal. Like, it's not, it's just like, dude, this is, this is great. Like, just wear your fucking uh, rock jacket, ro- your rock vest that usually, like, people should just wear that to this. So this is how good this is going to be. Daniel's main complaint was that he just didn't like that, like, one of the first things in the trailer was the, um, what's her name, who plays Cheetah. Uh, like, the first thing oh, she... Oh, Chris, uh, uh, Kristen Wiig? Kristen Wiig, yeah. yeah. Like, the first thing she asks her is not, like... I mean, granted, we don't know the context for the scene, so that's why I'm not personally having an issue with it yet. But, like, Daniel just didn't like that within, like, ten seconds of the trailer, they're like, have you ever been in love? And it's like, I get it. They were using that as a a way to segue into, like, Steve Trevor stuff. But that is a little odd that if someone's interviewing, like, Wonder Woman, like, that that's one of your questions. I feel like that would be my last question. Uh, I mean, honestly, like... I, th- I think that's highly nitpicky, to be honest. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, I, yeah, that's I like over... Have... That's like trying to find something wrong with it. Yeah, like, I could see why that could be a little weird that that's, like, one of the first things you mention, but, like, the re- honestly, I didn't have that big of an issue with it, and the rest nah, of the that's just, that Dude, that's so just a part boring. of it that's just gonna be, like, it's playing off of the whole, oh, yeah, the dude you, like, died, but now he's back. Yeah. Like, that's the whole point of that. It's just, I just a know... great... It's just to bring in the interest of just Chris Evans coming in. Yeah, I want to know how Steve Trevor comes back. Oh, yeah, no, that's the biggest mystery of it all. And possibly how he's going to die again or something. Probably. Like, I I just love that last thing in the trailer where she's, like, walking him through the museum or whatever. And she's like, it's all art. Like, even the stuff outside. And he stops in front of, like, a trash can and starts, like staring at it like meaningfully like he's trying to analyze the art to like it Danny DeVito. and she's like that's just a trash can it's like oh that's just a trash can okay <laughs> yeah no they, they, i'm so i'm so ready for this fucking movie it looks so fucking great but yeah her fucking like golden eagle wingsuit was, i was like what yeah it reminds me slightly of her kingdom come armor. that's what i've heard but it's oh my god it works on its whole it's so fucking metal dude now i don't know where that comes from yeah. and also like where did she learn how to ride fucking lightning where don't you learn how to ride fucking lightning james all right <laughs> shit's great all right ghostbusters afterlife i'm actually really excited i'm excited for this uh the kids so it turns out the the kids that are living in that place are egon's grandkids which is that makes, makes sense. sense why all that happens um, I like the find all the old shit too. I like the color. Yeah, it looks good. It looks I don't know. It just it doesn't look. Um, it looks very standalone. Where I don't know. It just the the way the the, the back the tone of it. Uh, you know how they, like you get there's certain cover colors you have with the mm-hmm. camera and everything else. Yeah, the way they have it in this one, I don't know. It just feels very. It it does feel Stranger Thing ish. That's probably why. Maybe. Um, but otherwise, it, it does work in its own way. It does feel like you're just combining certain things slightly with Ghostbusters. But okay. I'm excited to see the old cast be the actual old cast, not just cameos. Yeah. And have it be a more continuous sequel. Um, I just love, like, the moment at the end of the trailer where they, like, bust out the Ecto-1. And first off, that the siren of the Ecto-1 is so iconic that I was immediately just like, oh, my God, I'm in my, I'm in my childhood right yeah. now. And then they take a toy, like a uh, um, like a cue from the toy line or whatever, and they're like, "It has a gunner seat." 
Yeah. <laughs> that was, like, fucking great. The best, and you know what the best part is going to be? I mean, like, not the best part, but the the, the greatest thing, that the, the best decision they made was putting Paul Rudd in it. Because you know Dude, he's, it's going to be yeah. so good with Paul Rudd. He, but you look at Paul Rudd and you look at him and you're just, I, it doesn't even take a, it does not take any effort to imagine him in a Ghostbusters outfit. Dude, I fucking love that, yeah, that. And also, I just, I love when the kids bring the ghost trap to him and they're just like, what the fuck is this thing? And he's like, oh, wow, cool replica. Like, of what? You know, a, a ghost trap. You never heard of a ghost trap? Wait, have you ever heard of the Ghostbusters? And, like, he's... he's Shows him, like, like, the old footage and shit. Yeah, he, like, he finds he, he finds old video footage of the Ghostbusters on YouTube. He's like, yeah, like, no one's seen a, a sighting of ghosts in, like, decades. But they, in, like, the 80s... And saw the well like, outside your house went crazy. Yeah, New York, New York was, like, the walking dead. And I was like, oh, fuck, that's hilarious. It was like, this is, like, actual... Like, it happened. Like, all yeah. the Ghostbusters happened, and just, like, nothing's happened for, like, 30 years. So they forgot about them. Until they, they forgot. Yeah. yeah, until everyone forgot. All right. Yeah, so I'm, I'm excited. I'm really excited yeah. for this. All right, next up, Top Gun 2 Maverick, or Top Gun Maverick, whatever. I couldn't care less. I, I'm excited because it's just more ridiculous Tom Cruise shit. That is true. Uh, they're mm-hmm. probably going to have two. I heard there's two beach volleyball matches in this one. Uh, uh, not actually, but they, they just have to have more. The funny that shit was... There was definitely a part in the trailer where someone gets shirtless. Yeah, if they, they just have to play uh, Highway to the Danger Zone again. That's, yeah. If you don't have it, it's not going to work. But Tom Cruise is just really... Apparently, I don't know if this is true. I think I, I think I heard this is true. Tom Cruise straight up said the cast that's in it, the main cast, can't be in it unless they learn how to drive a jet. Or a fly jet. They, he straight up knows how to do it. Because okay. he does all his stunts. That's true. So I think they all had to learn. I am dead serious on it. Any any people characters that had to, to fly a jet actually had to fly a jet. Interesting. Alright. Uh, last was Tenet, which uh, I'll just say, what the fuck? But I'm also yeah. excited. Cause I want to know Nolan. more. Huh? I want to know more. Yeah. I want to know more. Uh, it comes out this summer, like 10 days after my birthday, which is pretty cool. But uh, we'll see. I, I I think it's I think it's gonna be good. I think it'll be better than Dunkirk. Um, but I'm I'm excited for it. It looks like hopefully I'm I'm hoping I'll understand it completely when I watch it the first time. But so far from the trailer, it looked like something that I'm like I'll have to watch this like twice. It looks like some sort of weird supernatural. Like the main character like literally dies to become recruited by whatever this I would say if is. if you guys want to watch any Christopher Nolan movie that would get you ready for this watch Inception that is probably yeah. the best movie for this right now because there's a lot of weird Inception. visual shit of like stuff moving like reverse through time or whatever yeah like I, I really want to know more about like what all that shit in the trailer was about exactly but okay so that's it for the trailers uh, we're gonna run through fast just uh, some delays and release dates for Warner Brothers shit. Uh, bad news, uh, terrible news is one of the worst news. We have now had Godzilla vs King Kong delayed into yeah. November twenty twenty. Re- 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 it was yeah. it was March thirteenth previously. Now it's November. I have to wait fucking forever now. I I don't know how I'm gonna live, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna find a way. Maybe one by watching my entire Godzilla Showa era collection in yeah. Japanese. So that's one way to do it. But still, I'm, honestly, it does give me time because I do want to watch every single Godzilla movie in Japanese before this one comes out. 
just to do that for fun, but also probably go through the bonus features and everything. It's be a good time. But that happened. Uh, there were some new release dates, so we got The Matrix 4 coming out May 21st, 2021, which okay. currently is the same day as John Wick 4. Weird. And people are calling it apparently Keanu Reeves Day. I'd be fine uh, with that. I can get, huh? I'd be fine with that, Keanu Reeves Day. Worst case scenario, you're watching two movies in one day, like, I see no reason... Why you wouldn't do a double feature. Yeah. The most difficult part is which one do you start with and which one do you end with? Because that's... Oh, my God. I don't know which one I'd want. I think I'd start with The Matrix and I don't... You see, I don't know what to do. The only I, thing I, that would be better is if Bill and Ted also came out on the same day. Oh, don't even do that to <laughs> me, man. But, yeah, we have basically, like, five months to figure that out. I can guarantee you, to be honest, one of them's going to give. Keanu Reeves either is saying... That's so ridiculous, let's do it. Or please, one of you change this. Just by one week, it shouldn't do too much unless Disney took another fucking f every single slot of the goddamn year like they, they're trying to do now. Um, we'll yeah. see. But yeah, so that's happening. And then guys, great news for The Flash. The movie is coming July 1st, 2022, which means everything's moving forward with it. And I there could be another delay, but at least there's a solid release date where now they can get it done. Which I'm really happy about. Uh, they also... Let's see where the rest was. Da, 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 da. Um, I think there was another article for that one. Shazam 2 uh, will be releasing April 1st, 2022. And then we also have... Uh, Aquaman 2 coming in 2022 as well. I believe that one is going to be... So we have The Flash first up. I think, right? Hang on, let me look again. What release date did I say for The Flash? Uh, July 1st. So, so, July 1st for Flash, and then Shazam April. So, the way I see it, it's going to be Shazam, then The Flash, and then Aquaman 2 in the fall. So, this means DC is going into a three movie. They're moving from two movies a year to three. This year was Shazam and uh, Joker. Next year is the last one for two. It's going to be Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey. And then uh, the... Or Birds of Prey. Whatever. Birds of Prey. And then Wonder Woman 1984. 2021 is the beginning. So it's going to have the Batman. It's going to have... Oh, yeah. That is still happening. Yeah. It's going to have the Batman. It's going to have Black Adam. And it's going to have uh, the Suicide Squad. Really? So yeah. soon? Yeah. Huh. James Gunn's Suicide Squad movie. He already revealed the cast. I think it's Suicide oh, yeah. Squad. I think the order is going to be Suicide Squad, Batman, Black Adam, and then the next year's uh, Shazam yeah. 2, Flash, about that. Aquaman 2. So we've got three movies a year now, which means like they're 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 ready to go. Which I like. I said, guys, um, I really really want to do a DC special. That's going to be that's like the main thing I've been wanting to do. Like the Star Wars one is going to be small compared to this, just because that one's like there's like five movies it's not gonna be that difficult uh the dc one is going to be talking about we're going to re we're going to go over again i think we'll watch them all beforehand but we'll go over again basically from man of steel up to shazam or up to i guess shazam maybe joker we'll see because joker doesn't really count but we'll go through all of those and then uh kind of talk about those movies talk about um hoping to time it where we then do a full review of birds of prey 
and then uh, <clears throat> talk about the coming release date movies, as well as the canceled DC movies and the movies that are still no release dates yet and what their status is. Just kind of like an entire run through of that. But that's going to, if timing goes well, we'll do it basically in February. Hopefully. Uh, we'll see how it goes, though. Uh, but until then, basically, uh, it's a little bit over two hours. There's just a lot of stuff with the fucking awards and everything else. It just oh, took yeah. a lot longer than expected. But obviously, on an episode in a while. The itself was like three hours. So. Yeah, so it's, it's a nice, juicy winter episode ready for the winter, so it'll survive yeah. the hibernation. It's all fattened up for you guys. Uh, we'll it's have the Star Wars special. Huh? That's a meat on them bones. Yeah, I'll probably, I'll, I'm going to do my best to put it out today. So you'll have it out on Christmas Eve. Though I feel like, do you think I should delay that and just do it the day after Christmas? Let's just do it the day after Christmas. I don't, I don't, I don't think anyone's going to listen to us before Christmas. Yeah, so guys, I'll put this out on probably the 26th. And then uh, we'll do uh, the Star Wars special maybe on the 26th or something. And we'll put that out the, either the weekend or the next week or something like that. Sounds good. Until then, you guys can comment... Uh, and give us positive or negative feedback. Ask us any questions. Uh, just email us at sutrasidetalk at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to follow the show on Twitter, just follow it at sutrasidetalk. If you want to follow James, follow him at invadergym124. If you want to follow me, follow me at gogocamzilla. And then uh, if you guys can, uh, we're on SoundCloud, Apple Podcast, uh, Spotify, and Google Play Music. Whatever respective platform you're listening to, if you could give us a uh, subscribe thumbs up or a view five stars whatever it is for that platform that would really help us out that's kind of what all we need from you guys right now besides like maybe following us on twitter or something yeah but uh yeah if you guys can do that that'd twitter be great doing really great yeah I have, uh, we're we're nearing 150 right now Damn. yeah it's we're going good on it it's nice. like at first it was a slow crawl it was like at 18 and it was taking forever just to get to tw- like to 25 and then it just like steady growth. the more we the higher number we have the fat the more we're getting it's it's crazy awesome but yeah we're we're doing good um, super appreciate obviously that. the next goal is one fifteen then two hundred uh, we'll see how that goes but yeah until then uh, you guys have a great one we'll talk to you next time yeah have a happy new year merry Christmas happy, happy new year happy Hanukkah of course yeah yeah day three day three uh, all right goodbye. Thanks for